Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Eric. And I'm Eric, too. And we all have a fuck ton of spatulas. Yay! <laughs> and a crippling learning disability. <laughs> crippling learning disability. Yes. <laughs> Which one? I cans, red's oh. good. Which Eric has the worst? Find out in tonight's episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for a rockin' rendition. This is the uh, Chris's Super Hype edition of I Beat It First podcast, because Chris yes. is so hype right now. He was he was already hype going into this, like before today. He actually asked us to move our recording by one day just so that we could do this. Come so on, get all ride the, the hype. train. Ride in. On the Come hype. on, ride the train. <laughs> Come on, Chris. Train. I, I did a hype. I did a hype train instead. Come on, ride the train. Hype train. We ride it. Okay, <laughs> Jason, what are you drinking? I am drinking uh, uh, State Forty Eight Brewery, uh, which is an Arizona-based brewery. I'm drinking their Vortex out of a crowler. I uh, um, I recently drove from uh, Portland. Uh, Oregon down to Phoenix. So I was helping my sister-in-law move and I was like, this is going to be sweet. I'm going to stop at every brewery on the entire drive down here. Uh, little did I know that breweries in Idaho, Portland, and of course, Utah, uh, don't open until like three o'clock in the afternoon. And each time three o'clock in the afternoon rolls around, I was deep in the middle of either backwoods Farmville or or Desert Planet Town. So, <laughs> Desert Planet Town, nice. Desert Planet Town. So I was nowhere near. So to reward myself for two 12-hour days of beerless driving, I bought a, a couple of crawlers. And I stopped at Dark Sky, which was really fun too, because we, we went through Flagstaff. So I got some Dark Sky as well. Nice. nice. What are you drinking, Chris? Uh, so for my basic drink of the night, it's a truly pineapple hard seltzer. But to combat that with, I guess even more basic, would be a New Belgium 1985 IPA. It's not bad. What is this cherry limeade I thing that you're, where's that from? Who, me? No, Chris, oh, I'm like, what the cherry thing. What are you drinking? No, a truly pineapple. Oh, truly pineapple. I heard yeah. cherry I'm like, pineapple. I was like, <laughs> I'm no. like, I don't know what you're talking about, Jay. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I, no. was gonna, I was going to say he's he's got the P right, but you're missing the umpkin. We need we need that pumpkin, uh, yep. you know, seltzer that's, to come out. That's <laughs> hey. for a special episode. That'll be, I'm sure, next month. Is or there actually a pumpkin seltzer though? I bet you there will be. I bet there's you gotta my be. fucking gotta bottom be. dollar that this year there's the year of a pumpkin seltzer. Pumpkin spice seltzer. Pumpkin spice seltzer. Pu- <sighs> hard pumpkin spice seltzer, for sure. Oh man! All right. Well, I am drinking. Uh, some super nice guy came to my house for my birthday and ate a bunch of brisket. And he also brought me <laughs> a bottle of Commerce Gin from Arizona Distilling Company uh, here nice. in Tempe, Arizona. Uh, How is it? Case, it's pretty good. The Arizona Distilling Company would like to introduce you to its Commerce Gin. Arizona <laughs> has relied on the five C's since it joined the union in 1912. Copper, cotton, cattle, citrus, and climate. We wanted to keep you up with our tribute to Arizona with the five C's of gin, cardamom, coriander, cumin, cinnamon, and citrus. Lime zest. 
<laughs> There's a whole big thing about lavender, apple, eight different botanicals, blah, blah, blah. It's like this big whole long thing. That's one hell of a plug. We need this gin to be given to all of us now. We do. Yeah. You hear do. that? Arizona Distillery? Can mm-hmm. I say it right? I don't even know. But this is some pretty damn good gin. It's it's different. Uh, it's definitely more floral, has a little bit more citrus. Uh, the The spices are spicier it's not as mellow as like what you get with aviation gin but i actually like that like some people really hate juniper and they really hate like a lot of the spices that go into gin and i really like them i think that it it makes for drinking a good straight alcohol that's not fucking just vodka which is just burning your mouth is this the same company that makes the sake no no because arizona makes the best sake outside of japan yeah, that's a different company. Yeah, that's a different company that we were that, talking about going to. Yes. Because that <laughs> one's in Holbrook. Yeah. This one's in Tempe. There we go. All right. I also have uh, from Ale Asylum, I have Velveteen Habit. Bursting with citra and cascade hops, this IPA is a juicy hop presence with a rich malt spine. Heavy-handed dry hopping lends to a rapturous floral aroma that will linger on your palate as well as your mind. It's kind of got like a, I don't know if you guys can see it real well. Got like a cool little label on it too. I don't know that one. That one strikes me as it's not going to be good. That that's we'll just my see. You think it looks yeah. too cool? I think it looks too cool. Like they they overproduced the bottle type thing in uh, the name. No, that's a wine thing. That's not necessarily I, a beer happen, thing. It can happen to beer. It I've had can happen that like anything that usually like will like put like a tiger lasers and try to appeal like the whole eighties thing. Eighty percent of the time, those beers are absolute shit. Yeah, but that just it, I it's, like this kind of like yeah like that. that like that see but it's not that it's just got like a cartoon on it and even that is kind of a basic cartoon i can barely uh, tell but i have i'm sorry i don't have i don't have a paragraph to read about my crowler because it's literally just a giant metal can with a sticker so, on it with the sticker on it, it says <laughs> that they wrote they wrote in hand you're drinking vortex so yeah. i got <laughs> i got nothing but it's day 48 hooray yay. <laughs> yay and we don't need to hear about truly we truly no, don't yeah. We truly, we truly, truly do not need <laughs> All right. And there's no paragraph my own either, so. Okay. It's just New Belgium. Yeah, so it's, is Chris it, just going to like. One, if you don't know what New Belgium oh, yeah, is. If you don't know what New Belgium is. And fuck, yeah. dude. Drink some beer. <laughs> like, seriously, <laughs> that's all I got to say. <laughs> drink some beer. <laughs> if you don't know who No Belgium is, well, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> yeah. Are we- all right. Are we, just are we ready to Chris, hop like, in the news? Because we have like a fuck ton of news. I know. Are we news. just going to let Chris like talk for like an hour? And No, actually, like, we're, yeah, we're not. Going through uh, a list, I'm like, holy shit, there's a lot. I'm, I'm throwing. Keep going, like, uh, no, th- this whole like half, like the page right there, that ain't starting out. Um, <laughs> we're not doing that. <laughs> Who runs this ship? I run this ship. And we're not going eh. there. <laughs> eh. <laughs> All right. Uh, first off, uh, let's see here. Chris put it, I love that you put it in exactly like this, Chris, because this is one of the, it's like the questions. Why the fuck, I add the fuck in there, why the fuck are yeah. politics in Animal Crossing now? <laughs> this this came up this morning, and I saw an article that popped up that Joe Biden's campaign now has official Biden uh, signs that you can put in your front yard in Animal Crossing. So he, because. Why would I want this in my escape game? 
Because you're just an angry, hateful person. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, all, all, you don't want them either. You even said, all, what the fuck? No, no. The, the, the only reason, any, like, I don't care what the, like, all politics aside, if you put politics, like, by choice into your video game, you, by definition, are an angry, hateful person. Because oh. you need to be surrounded oh. by <laughs> this talking bullshit. about me. I'm like, no, what? No, no. My, my, my big question, my big question is, and I didn't even read the article because I was just like, I don't give a fuck. Like, it, this could be Trump son. shit, too, just to be clear. Like, I don't give yeah, a crap fuck who it is. All of it. I don't um, want any of but, it. But the thing that I wanted to make sure of is that, is it just that the the Biden campaign made a bunch of shit and was just like, hey, we'll give away, give away the codes for you to download uh, like as you want, or they officially merch in like the Nintendo store, like when you go to like the Nook shop or something like that. Former. Good. Because if they were, if they were in the shop, mm -hmm. then I would be up in arms. I'd be oh, like, God fuck no. this game. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. getting rid of it right now. Again, it could be any, anybody. It could be Trump. It could be anything. And I'd be like, this is not why I play this game. And fuck Nintendo, too, for being like, hey, we're going to allow this. But obviously, if any fucking candidate wants to waste their time making Animal Crossing shit, 80% of the people that have this game are either not of age to vote or won't vote, even though they're going to be all like, hooray, Biden. Like, it's, uh, look at Bernie. Look at oh, Bernie. Okay, okay. We, okay. We know this already. You, I, will give you, I will give you that, that there is a very good chance that while they will be like pro Biden or whatever, because I'm, let's face it, there are a lot of liberals that play Animal Crossing. I'm pretty, you're, you're right that probably a good chunk of them won't vote. And that's actually the sad state of things, but we're not going to talk about how sad, sad our, like, go vote. Go our vote. U.S. like politics yep. is that all this bullshit happens because people don't vote. <laughs> it's just <laughs> fuck. Keep your goddamn Animal Crossing signs out. And it was the, it was the same thing when they started putting in health health.gov or healthcare.gov stuff into video games too. I'm like, no, no, no. Keep all that shit out. Well, I mean, Hong Kong's been doing free Hong Kong stuff in Animal Crossing since the, the release. So, I mean, it is a hot button issue since the dawn of time. It's just, it pisses me off more that people are wanting to do something so political. Now, the free Hong Kong stuff, obviously, it's like you're trying to make a stand and all the jazz like that. And I guess you could say the same thing about having Biden jazz. But again, this is an escapist game. I'm glad that unless I go out and download the code myself, I'm never going to see this. Like, yeah. it's just not going to happen. So well, that's, no. that's fine. Well, I mean, it depends on whether you go visit random people's islands. Yeah, don't do that. So that's why. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, all right, uh, let's see here. <laughs> A Warzone streamer was bragging on his stream that he was the best, <laughs> the best Warzone player ever while accidentally showing off that he had an aimbot running on his fucking computer. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, have you ever seen anyone as good as me? Hey, buddy, your so aimbot's awesome. showing. Fuck. <laughs> your fly's open. <laughs> Aimbots are fun, man, because you can. Like, I got a I remember, huge dick. Your fly is open. I can see your dick. It's small. <laughs> it's small. Um, Aimbots are fun just because, like, like, when I play and people are using them, it's so obvious. And then my favorite thing, especially because PlayStation is crossplay or whatever, is that you can change your name at any given time. And this one guy was just like, his name was killed by a cheater, like all one word. And I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not, you're not even like like hiding it. It's just like so obvious that you're just going around trying to get head counts or headshots for lulls. I don't get it because obviously they get banned eventually, and then you lose everything. So I, I don't understand where is the fun in it at all. <laughs> I don't. It, it's the same thing as what we is what a lot of people talk about, like with Fall Guys. It's like what's the fucking point of using that cheating? mechanism on like a game like warzone or fall guys like what's the fucking point of cheating 
you're not getting anything out of it except for maybe some cool like special stuff but then you get caught and you get banned and then you lose all that stuff and you have to start from square one and actually just, learn how to play yeah it's just for the, mm-hmm. the the lulls of like look what i can do type thing which i get i get that but it still is at the end of the day it's like you're just look what i can do standing on one foot no one cares and no one yeah. thinks you're special yeah. <laughs> well, I, I will say that it was kind of cool to see a cheat to see like a cheater or a hacker in Fall Guys because literally the hacking tool lifts the guy off as if he's fucking Superman and he just <laughs> flies across the screen. <laughs> and it's, it was pretty funny to see because <laughs> we're all getting ready to go out and then all of a sudden you see whoonk, this guy just lift <laughs> off as if he's the man of steel and then he just makes his way up to the top. We're like, well, that's not even like worth it at that point. Yeah. But that is one of the, the good points that uh, I'll bring up now rather than forgetting to bring it up later is you should play Fall Guys on the PS4 because you can't get hackers. As easily. It's really fucking hard really to hack on your hard. PS4. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is super fucking hard to hack on your PS4. Uh, speaking of Fall Guys. And it was free on ps4 if you got through the plus yeah yep. last month up until late. eight yeah, o'clock month. this now. morning yep now womp you're womp. fucked now you gotta be now like pc fucked. and pay 20 bucks now it's 20 dollars that's right yep you should have got worth, it it was the most bucks. downloaded uh yeah. game of in ps in ps plus history and it sold over 7 million copies on steam on steam yeah month. so it's still fucking huge yeah Anyway, speaking of Fall Guys, they ran their charity costume contest. I don't remember. Did we talk about this on the last one? Nope. Because I think it started up like right afterwards. So they were doing like a they're doing a Twitter thing where it was like people or different companies would pledge money and it was going to go to a charity. And in this case, uh, it was was finally disabled gamers. Yeah, it was for yeah, it was uh, to help disabled gamers uh, find ways to game. Uh, right. either either by custom building controllers for them or buying things like the Microsoft uh, adaptive controller thingy mabobber. Yeah. I forget what, exactly what it's called, but that thing's fucking dope I think that hell. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, the, adapt, the adaptive <laughs> thingy mabobber. That's, that's it, right? It's, yeah. it's a adaptive big controller. rectangle. It's a big white rectangle with two big black buttons on it. <laughs> and a lot of ports to plug in things. Yes, a fuck ton of ports to plug things into, <laughs> which is awesome. I, I still, like... I like that thing. I think it's totally cool, and I think it's a great idea. Yep. Anyways, uh, so they they had people bidding on it, and the final bid, which I think that this is bullshit. I call shenanigans on this entire thing because we had companies going up. I think the la- the highest bid that I saw by a single company was like $370,000, uh, and all this would be to get a skin of their company into the game, and then all the money goes to that, that charity um, but it's Ninja, Mr. Beast, G2 Sports, and Aimbot, which is a like an esports training system. Um, they they put a million, which is great. I think yeah. it's a little bullshit that they kind of came together, and it's like, what are we going to get out of this then on Fall Guys? Like, what what is their end game? Is it just is it only to get like a Ninja one? Because there's two streamers on that. It's going to be like a weird mix. Oh God! This it's gonna be beast. a Hydra. <laughs> it's a pre-negotiated deal, man, and they were just seeing if anybody would beat a bit over it. So they're like, "Hey, if you don't get to a million bucks, we got this group of four and four skins that'll be released, and we already pre-made them, so there's not much dev work behind it, and we're just getting paid to put it into charity." 
Well, um, Ninja or somebody else that like works for him, like on his marketing side, actually, like when he did his thing, they already had like a rendering that they drew up of what his would look like. But he's already on. got like his own things for like Fortnite and stuff like that as well. So they just kind of like tweaked it to be on the as Jason found these six foot tall giant jelly beans <laughs> canonically six feet tall, <laughs> which both. I found hilarious and frightening at the same time when Jason told me that when we were playing. They're fall men. <laughs> They're fall men, yeah. man. There ain't no fall <laughs> guy on this. They're men. <laughs> I ain't your guy, buddy. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Sony is bringing more of their first or is pledged to bring more of their first person or the first party titles to the PC. That's Yay. all that we really know right cool. now. Um, there yeah. are people on the PC Master Race Reddit thread claiming that PC Master Race has won the console gaming war, which is dumb. Um, Damn, like, it's whatever. <laughs> but it's like, you it's have like, it. Hey, Sony's <laughs> like, hey, Death Stranding? Oh, that's a lot on PC. And that came out like a little after release. We'll put a Horizon on there. Oh, yeah, that's selling a lot, even though it's got some issues, but still selling a lot. I guess <laughs> we'll bring well. more games. It's not that you. It's not that you won. It's that they're like, okay, sure, we'll give our, we'll allow these people that spend two thousand dollars plus on their rigs to buy our games since they we apparently like, don't want to buy. We a like PS4. money. <laughs> yeah, we, we like, like money. money. <laughs> you didn't. We're win. still gonna release it on PS Five, and then you yeah. know maybe six months down the road we'll release it on PC. Yeah, you're you're just falling for the propaganda, but you know that's cool. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, Cloudflare went down. I want to say in this time period, it's gone down twice since our last podcast. Cloudflare is having some issues. And if you don't know what Cloudflare is, it's an internet backbone system that does a lot of stuff, including PlayStation Network, Xbox Live, Hulu, and among <laughs> other things. <laughs> so if Cloudflare goes down, that's not really great for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so hopefully they're, they're rectifying some of these issues. I haven't seen anything on whether these were like DDoS or anything like that though. Yeah. I haven't heard anything like that either. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. When, oh yeah. Windows has a bug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I remember hearing about this a while ago and they're finally like tr getting around to fixing it. But windows 10 yeah. has a bug to where it's constantly tries to defrag hard drives, which is perfectly fine for a regular hard drive, except Windows also has no way of telling the diff telling the software the difference between a hard a hard drive and a solid state drive. And solid state drives have a finite number of read or of write cycles that you can do on them. So constantly rewriting and moving stuff is not good for solid state drives. <laughs> It's fine. So they're finally <laughs> they're finally like working on a fix that will allow for that not to happen. So if you have a solid state drive uh, on a Windows 10 machine, you should probably be looking out for that soon. Anyone that has a solid state drive obviously is constantly buying bigger solid state drives because their porn collection keeps outgrowing their current solid state drive. No, no, the porn doesn't need to be on <laughs> there. The the homework That's on the folder hard drive. goes in goes onto the D drive. That way, it can be taken out at any time so that you can take your your homework with you. You no, don't want to have to take that boot drive out. Yes, you do. You or your friend you can do. come over, take it out, and destroy it. Yeah. There you go. See? Without See? having to actually incapacitate your entire computer. Yes, incapacitate my entire computer. I'm fucking dead. 
like destroy the fucking computer. <laughs> well, Mary? actually, no. Yeah, you still need to wipe the entire computer because your browser history is stored on the com- oh, yeah. on the C drive, not on. the It'll D-drive. be like uh, was it destroy kind of as a slime? We're just all of yeah, it. Throws it in the fucking tub. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try this at home. <laughs> Okay, uh, we'll do one more, and then we'll let Jason fucking or Jason Chris fanboy out. For no, a I'll while. sleep. <laughs> we, we can do that at the end. That's fine. No, no, no. no. We'll, we'll we'll mix it in. We'll, we'll we'll get the we'll get the Chris hype going halfway through this. Uh, There's a lot of hype. Flight Simulator has finally come out. So new Microsoft Flight Simulator, and it has real time weather. And what do people do when they figure that out? They fly into hurricanes, which I think is. <laughs> Totally awesome. Yes. I mean, it sucks <laughs> that said hurricane is a cat for a hurricane that's hitting Louisiana as you're doing it and causing mass destruction and, you know, uprooting people out of their houses. But you can fly into a cool. real life hurricane that's <laughs> actually recreated. How else are you going to do this? So Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I think I think is super cool. Uh, you know, you can think about the ramifications about about doing that and and distancing yourself from what's happening in real life. But just think about the fact that you're able to simulate flying into a weather pattern that is actively happening at that moment in real life. In Flight Simulator is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Flight Simulator is pretty cool, and it still takes up less space than, mod- than modern warfare. So, <laughs> Even though it recreates the entire world and live weather patterns. Mm-hmm. And has huge monoliths. And yes. Gigantic monoliths. <laughs> Do we even have that in here? No, but it was uh, funny. I know. I just kind of passed that up. But oh, yeah. We had, yeah, there's, we had there's news. two big ass monoliths uh, making people think that there is some kind of weird conspiracy theory. And realistically, all it was is they added a one in or they added a two into the to the columns instead of like 21 or 22 di- or floors or 12 floors. It's 212 floors. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know what it actually is. Oh, God, what? It's an Xbox One Series X. Right, Xbox Series X. Oh, so that's where they actually... So you're saying that if in real life we fly there, we'll find it. Yes. Well, how is it that nobody's found that one in in, uh, Australia then? Because it's like (laughs) in the middle of Sydney. (laughs) (laughs) This is actual size of a Series X. (laughs) That would be really cool, though, if they... If they were doing that and like nobody figured that out, some asshole in a podcast jokes about it. And then someone's like, oh, I'm going to go wander out in the middle of the fucking woods. Holy shit. Shit. There's an Xbox here. All right. So Chris is super duper hype. And I mean, I'm, I'm mildly hype. Jason's dozing off right now. As I mean, we I'm speak. hype. I'm hype by myself, but I'm, I'll be more hype in like the next three years when this stuff is going to be more in my area of where I'll be looking to buy it. <laughs> uh, okay. The $400. Well, one are you not hyped well that you can maybe get mine mm-hmm. or $500 one? Sorry. I mean, there's some really good ones good and point, there's the hype, hype that you yeah. could buy a 1080 from Chris. Yes. <laughs> so anyways, uh, NVIDIA had their 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 latest Ampere Press event today yes. where they showed off how many spatulas the CEO owns in his gigantic, spacious fucking kitchen <laughs> with again. the Once weird again. marble mu- mural on the backsplash. <laughs> and like, man, if you haven't seen this, just watch any of his pressers that he's running from his kitchen. It's fucking great. 
Yeah. <laughs> you don't Hi even guys, need to I'm care about the fuck. video cards. Yeah. Just look <laughs> at him with this big fucking thing of every color of the rainbow spatulas that don't even have the price tags taken off of them. <laughs> I swear he got more because of all like he the did. press that got. I know. I mean, did. like I would have gone out and bought like fifty more. I would have gone to Goodwill and been like, "Give me all of your spatulas." I would have created like, had extra multiple bins. things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would have just gone nuts. <laughs> I would have been like, "Well, see, that's what the next part of is going to be. It's just going to be another bit of spatulas. It's just going to keep multiplying like rabbits." No, the next presentation is going to be. You see all these spatulas here? There's no spatulas here. It's all rendered. All rendered. All rendered. <laughs> <laughs> this whole kitchen has been rendered the entire time. Nope. Chuck Testa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways. So they're finally uh, showed off their Ampere desktop video. Yeah, cards. they're gaming ones. They're actually well, not. The, I mean, hey, Ampere not for, the data, center for ones. data centers. That's still for gaming yep. if you consider GeForce now. But they're actual ones that... That don't cost $200,000. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go for it, Chris. Geek out, dude. Yeah, okay. So, there are at least three different GPUs. The the BF GPU, as they called it. I don't think so they refer to the F as fucking. I think they have actually term for it. I don't remember what that was, but we'll just go big, big fucking GPU, and that's the 3090. No, he, just said the, he said it, it's it's giant. It's the BF GPU. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I think some BFG other website actually with... had like a terminology for that. But oh, yeah, really? big fucking GPU. It's a 3090, which normally the 90 series is was reserved for the GPUs that had actually two GPUs on one chipset. So big fucking deal. Uh, yeah, it's $1,500. It takes up three PCI slots on oh, PC. Oh, you're right. They said big, ferocious GPU. And ferocious, yeah. Well, just that's because they got don't a even, PC. Don't even, like, leave the F implied, man. No, you don't even need to do that. It's just yeah. the BF GPU. Like, that's it. <laughs> yeah, so it can run 8K at 60 FPS, what they've shown. What I read in one article was they were actually running natively at 8K. It was maybe around, like, 20. Both the... DLSS 2.0, they're able to run at 60 FPS on a LG OLED TV. That one comes out September 24th. That one's like their Titan, basically the for this flagship, series. Flagship, yeah, yeah. For when you really want to fucking show off your money. <laughs> <laughs> their main what they were originally called the flagship wait, wait. is. We we didn't we didn't talk about how big it is. It takes up three fucking yeah, expansion I slots. Yeah. Oh, did you? I, I yeah, totally so glossed over that. It takes up three fucking spots. It's a, it's Jesus. a massive card. Um, then you got the 3080, which is $700. So about $699, which is twice the power of a 2080. That comes out September 17th. So it's pretty fucking powerful. A lot cheaper than I thought it would be. Then you also have the 3070, which is the more kind of mid-range mainstream not really top line, but still really good. That one's coming out four ninety nine. That one's as powerful twenty eight Ti, which is a twelve hundred dollar plus card. Yeah. So let's let's talk about that. What you just said for a minute before you said the twenty eighty part. You're like, this isn't like the top of the line. It's not the mainstream. This is just kind of like the one to get. This is you what the one like really good. More people buy because it's like it's yeah. a good card, but it's not like I'm a fucking baller. Oh, no, 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 no. You're right, though, on that. I'm just, I then want to point out that 
this is the exact same performance level as their current $1,200 video card. Yeah. It is nuts <laughs> that that and they they hyped up the generational like change between as far as like the the advancements between this current generation and Ampere. And I mean, that's a big deal for yeah, uh, for that low of a price drop for not even the same tech. It's a new tech that just does it better. Yep, because they're also that new seven nanometer process. So that's a huge deal with this versus the 14 nanometer. Um, so then you mean they're doing something that uh, Intel can't do? Yes, Intel has <laughs> tried to do for several years and hasn't been able to do and continually failed, <laughs> <laughs> which is now they're on the same level as AMD, although their 14 nanometer cards were the same level as AMD's seven nanometer. Yes, so when we kind of nerded out and kind of bored everyone, we were talking about their data center GPUs and they showed. Uh, a Marvel's video running on the previous generation high-end RTX 8000 uh, Quadro data center GPU that cost $5,500 based off their website. Um, yeah, I they showed that again. 5, yeah. Yeah. They showed that again, although at the original time on the data center GPU, it was running at 720p at 25 FPS. Now it's running at 1440p at 30 FPS, so 5 FPS faster, not a huge deal. And double the resolution. But, well, actually quadruple, technically. 1440p is actually yeah, yeah, four have, 720p yeah, screens. The, the quadrants, yes, yeah. you're right. So it's basically four times the resolution at slightly faster frames per second. Plus they added night, and then they added depth of field to it. So they had all these different light sources going on, and it looked that amazing. That depth of field actually did like i didn't think like as i was re i was trying to remember what the marbles looked like as they were showing that off and i was like it looks like it looks cleaner because i remember i remember yeah. kind of nitpicking the other one i'm like oh well it doesn't look i'm like oh but maybe that's just the stream like you never quite know like i was like okay it looks cleaner so then that wasn't a a stream issue that was the resolution the 720p but the depth of field when they showed a still shot just a single frame from yep. the old one to the new one. Night and day difference as far as like look and feel it. It looked a lot more realistic and the lighting worked really well too. Yep, it really did. And then so moving on from that, um, I kind of joked around what they're going to show last night. Maybe they're going to do like RTX on Fall Guys, but they did <laughs> Fortnite instead. <laughs> this is which the only time plays, that Fortnite's actually looked okay. <laughs> yeah, which kind of also plays into like, hey, they also so now they had the top two played games between Fortnite and Minecraft. Now have RTX, which also kind of makes sense because they both look like dog shit, and they need the yes. help of ray tracing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but uh, so the one thing to to keep in mind, um, especially if you're playing on 1080p monitors. Uh, if you have a 20, a 20 series card, you can still use ray tracing with this. Yes. So, so you don't Just necessarily don't use it have on 1080. to buy the new one. Yeah. Don't use it on a 1080. 1080. <laughs> it's, you know, the, the one that's not hardware meant to do hardware ray tracing. <laughs> Cause I like they on, if you go on their website and you look at like the 3080, they have comparisons in different games. And one of the cards is against the 2080 and then the 1080. It's like, oh, two of the games are showing ray tracing on, one of being Minecraft. Oh, the 1080 
It has like no it's FPS. Like it's like shit. It's a sliver, man. It's like, well, it's yeah, because it can't ray do ray tracing. tracing. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, you can you can still play, so you don't have to buy these yeah. to do that. But if you have a 1080, you have to do an upgrade, at which point yep. 500 bucks isn't a bad upgrade. Which if you're playing 1080 Minecraft is Pascal, and what he was kind of saying is, hey, Pascal friends, you're safe to upgrade now because yeah. the 20,020 series wasn't really a big upgrade. When you when you turn ray tracing on, it's not a huge upgrade performance-wise compared to a Pascal, like a 1080 versus a 2080. Although you have ray tracing on. Ray tracing yeah. off, you get some upgrade. Which is also why I kind of waited too, because I got a Pascal. Oh, they also uh, said the one thing that you're missing on that is that the... Uh, the next Call of Duty on PC is going to have ray tracing in it too. Oh, yep. Call of Duty is going to have ray it tracing. Okay. Yeah. It looked okay. The big thing about it was the, the lighting and the reflections. That was the only, like everything else kind of looked like Call of Duty. You're like, meh. But the lighting and the reflections, that and Cyberpunk all looked amazing. Yep. Yeah, because uh, when they did the 20 series, they did Battlefield 5 and showed off the ray tracing on that. No real bad field to show off, so I guess they'll go with Call of Duty. <laughs> Jason's asleep uh, now, everybody. Yep. Yep. So now getting some of the other tech, um, they also, one of the big things about the PS5 with its SSD running at a 5.5 gigs per second, and I think I heard Xbox Series X kind of does this too, is where now that we have these PCIe 4.0 SSDs that run super fast, the bottleneck is a CPU where they have to decompress the files off the hard drive and then give it to the GPU to render it. Yeah, Microsoft does a, a different way of doing it than Sony does, so the performance isn't quite as good, but it's still it's still better than like anything else that's there. Right, because now they can just route it also to just going directly to the GPU. They have different paths. Since they built the hardware, they can do this. Well, PC, we still have that bottleneck with these new GPUs. They kind of work with kind of Microsoft too a little bit on this, and then they can actually just read directly off the SSD. So if you have like a Samsung coming out with a seven gig per second SSD and some of the other ones on PC, where you can now just read directly off that to the GPU and start rendering that. So now the games can actually harness that power. So now, so PC games can also be using these fast SSDs the way that consoles are, which I think is awesome. Yeah, which we uh, didn't get to it yet, but Samsung's releasing a 7 gigabit per second, or gigabyte per second, not bit, solid-state drive yeah. as well. So I figured I'd just roll that awesome. in there with that yeah. topic. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I was like, I know that's on here somewhere. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to mark that as red. Yep. <laughs> so that's pretty much what they talked about with the GPUs, but they also announced some new technologies and other stuff. Uh, the first one they talked about was NVIDIA Reflex. Which they were talking about being able to reduce your input lag by about fifty percent. Okay, I missed the reflex thing. What is yeah, reflex? That, that was that was the very first thing. It basically just kind of is so it like software kind of, or is it hardware? What is it? Uh, I think it's basically software off of the GPU, also okay. the hardware. Then so it's a little bit kind of a little both. It also works through G Sync to try to limit your input input lag from your mouse and stuff like that for you. Helping with esports, and then that kind of rolled in with, "Hey, we're also releasing a line of esports monitors from these different vendors that run at 360 hertz, and they so, have built-in chip to analyze kind of your input lag and kind of help with that." 
Okay, so then, so what it sounds like to me is that they actually have a uh, hardware faster way of handling net, like the different types of net code that are out there for online gaming. Um, yep. I, I'm spacing on all the terms now for it, but but the best the best term or the best uh, net code that you can have automatically figure or like goes through and it does every single computation of what could be done from a specific area until it finally gets the information and makes it faster to put in. So I'm wondering if there's a hardware set in your computer that's an even faster version of that that allows for a processing up and then as soon as it gets the information it's already got it like key up, keyed up and ready to go. Yeah, because when they started this video they were kind of explained four different areas of gaming. The actual gaming, which is like the GPUs and stuff like that. They did the eSports, which is now this reflex technology plus the esports monitors then they also went to streaming and creating which we'll go into next with the streaming is the new nvidia broadcaster tool which takes rtx voice we've talked about and we've shown on this podcast where it's works really really well they kind of that was kind of beta test i think for this they incorporated that into the new broadcaster tool so also has that background uh voice isolation but also works with your webcam to either you can blur the background change the amount of blur in the background you could do virtual screen or just virtual green screen change the background whatever you want hop in the game or if like you kind of want to do you're just talking you want to zoom in on yourself but you're kind of moving around out of frame want to reach over grab something show it to your stream it'll kind of follow you a little bit within there as well so um, i watched that demo um, and okay, so the the one thing is, I'll say is that everything that you just said, there's software that does all of that. Yes. The question is, is how good it is that it does it. Um, in which case, one of the best ones that's been shown off. Just like there's uh, been software that does things, same thing as RTX voice. Yeah. This is now but hardware. So, um, so like Sorry. Zoom has their virtual background, but there's yes. like a lot of, there's a lot of move. Like if I'm moving my hand right now and I've got a virtual background on and you lose my hand. Uh, yes. There's also a, a bigger ghost than what you see there. Uh, I've been using a, another app that I got into a beta called Mm-hmm, which is the dumbest, second dumbest fucking name for software. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen dumber. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> it actually, uh, it does a pretty good job of doing a, a background, but it leaves a bigger halo than what Zoom does. But then it also does that following piece. Yes. That you're talking about. So, yeah, because um, you can notice the halo a little bit, but it seems like the cropping and like cutting, like you can't see my chair. The halo right was now, much unless better. I, unless I go right here. Yeah. There you so can see the what whole, I was chair, gonna say the is whole that, background. Yeah. What I was going to say is that the, is that it did a much better job of noticing what was in and out. And he was using a webcam. He wasn't using a DSLR. He was basically yes. using probably what I'm using, which is a, a, a Logitech 720 or whatever it is, um, 1080p webcam. Like that's probably what he and was using. And his mic for. wasn't that good either. Yeah, his mic was all right. Yeah, it was all right. Which so, he kind of explained too. He was like, hey, my stuff's not that great. Here's what I can do. Yeah, and, and his audio tell, quality. You could tell with audio quality good. his was it was good, but it wasn't fantastic. Yeah, the one thing that we were talking about that uh, that I'm actually really interested to see is it was showing the audio from his team speak coming in and doing the same RTX voice stuff with the audio coming in. And it actually enhanced the audio 
Like it made it sound cleaner. So I'm wondering how well that's going to work for streamers or anybody else that's doing anything through Discord that they need to route audio into and how how much better that's going to make that audio sound when it routes it in as well. So I, I think that's actually pretty cool. Um, you don't have to have... You don't have to have a, a even a 20, right? You can run that on 1080s right now. Uh, I'm not sure about the broadcaster, the RTX voice. They got rid of the limitation of using a, a 20 series GPU for it, which <laughs> we already kind of knew because <laughs> we just could delete a line of code and run it anyways. They're just like, hey. We deleted you know. that line of code for you. <laughs> so we patched it out. So you can still run it. Mileage may vary. Because obviously if you don't have those like... Uh, different course and stuff like that you're gonna take a bigger performance hit and all that stuff but yeah it'll on 1080 be good for fine. it'll be good like for what we do like recording the audio on this yes like, you're not gonna have a problem with that it's if the, you're uh, trying to live stream while gaming that's where you're gonna run you issues. could run into it yeah it, especially if you're doing 1080p yeah. but uh also if you're not if you're not partner you shouldn't be streaming at 1080p anyways that's beside the point <laughs> <laughs> all right and then the last section that Chris yes. has in his hype for NVIDIA. Which will be very good for my buddy Brian Young, who we've had on this podcast before, and talk about his machinima, which is to, lie, to Live and Die in LS, which was a video he made on the Xbox, full, like, 15-minute video, short film. Actually, feature length goes over 40 minutes, but um, in Grand Theft Auto. So it's NVIDIA Omnivore's machinima, so it takes, so there's certain supported games. They showed off Mountain Blade 2, Baron Lord, where you can import the game assets into their Omniverse, um, like co-collaborator kind of tool where you can all kind of work together in. And you can now also take in like physics, different assets into the build into this. You can use your webcam to do like motion capture to make the characters kind of move as well as what they also kind of really showed off in their last presentation for the day centers where they had these where you can just kind of speak and then have the model kind of mouth it correctly to map it so it actually looks right and do the facial animation for you. You can now put this into your machinima and then output it into a video. Which is awesome because if you know anything about how they used to make red versus blue... <laughs> Yeah. In so order to actually get the heads to go up and down, they had to actually aim all the way up because when you aimed all the way up, uh, Master Chief, or no, yet they had to aim all the way down, which is why their arms are always down because when you aim all the way down, then the head would come up for some reason. <laughs> and that's how they, that like all they're talking is moving the, moving the like gun just a little bit from like pointed directly down to a little bit forward. And that's how the head movement worked, <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because it works exactly like puppeteering at that point, because you have to go the opposite of what, of what it is that you want it to do. <laughs> right. And like they, in the video they showed, they said they made it over a few days, it's a short little video looks great. And then, like, you kind of see, like, the guy then kind of move a little bit to dodge. And, like, oh, hey, they're doing a little better. And it looks pretty fucking good. Nice. I so totally, good. yeah. Since I missed out on the first 10 minutes of it, uh, I missed all that. I need to go back and rewatch, like, the, yeah. the beginning part. I did watch the, the little video that they did for the broadcaster, though. And everything about that 
actually looked really, really cool. And it's yeah. good for people that are working from home a lot and stuff like that too. So, you know, hey, that's awesome. Going off of that, Intel showed off their Iris XE GPU <laughs> integrated graphics to make, and it sucks slightly less. It's actually okay. I mean, but the problem yeah. is that their integrated graphics is like as high as they can go. And it's as good as the dumbed down graphics that AMD and NVIDIA are putting into lap into baseline laptops so that they hit power consumption and still give you like good ish, like rendering. So (laughs) I I don't really feel, you know, super great about Intel on that because they've been working since, as we've talked about since Jason and I worked together at CompUSA, they've been trying to make dedicated graphics cards and still can't do it. So we'll see. Uh, PS5 backwards compatibility has been confirmed by EA. Right? Ubisoft. Is it EA or Ubi? Ubi. Ubisoft. Ubisoft uh, that it's only for the PS4. It's only going back to PS4, which totally makes sense. Yep. Because if you know anything about how the PS3, the PS2, and the PS1 worked, they were all uh, hardware-coded setups that were that were done. So all the games and everything like that had to had to have a chip to decode everything directly on there and it worked directly with that architecture. If you want just like a pro tip about it, take any of your PS1, PS2, and PS3 games and look at the underside of the disc and tell me if any of them look the same. Yes. <laughs> well, they all look completely different. <laughs> the Okay, so the PS1 had black discs. Uh, the PS2 had... Was, okay, so the PS1 was a CD with black disc. The PS2 used DVDs, mm-hmm. which was a totally separate uh, piece. But, I mean, that's that's just a whole other thing. And then the PS3 ran Blu-rays. It was right. the first one to run Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. It was the thing that won the, the HD market for uh, optical discs race between Sony and... Uh, I forget who it was that Universal was backing on that. Toshiba. Porn. Toshiba. No, uh, porn backed Sony. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're close on that. Um, but uh, yeah, so they, they always had wins. those different things. But the at, especially with the PS3, the cell architecture processors that they used for that were completely different than anything that was out there on the market. It was one of the things that a lot of people that made games said that writing for the 360 was easier because it was closer to a PC than the cell core processors were which were insanely nuts like those cell things were just this weird architecture set it was much harder yeah. to code for um, which is why with the ps4 they went back to a more pc based system and the ps5 they're sticking with it uh, but by doing that also it allows for the same basic architecture for them to be able to then play a backwards compatible game and the reason why microsoft was able to do stuff is that their hardware wasn't so drastically different that they couldn't easily make software to do it. So that's why you can get 360 games and Xbox games on your Xbox One because they haven't made too many changes to the way that they run the hardware and the gaming itself. Let's see here. Oh, Madden fans. All right, it's that time of year, everybody. Madden Mm -hmm. fans have realized that EA is just copy and pasting everything because (laughs) they're still seeing... Like shit from shit from Madden 19 and 18 have been showing up in like versions of Madden for a long time. It's like, why are banners for the old games showing up in the middle of these? I don't know. And also Madden 20 is fucking broke. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's so many bugs that are popping up on the internet. Well, there's, and they're all there's still the same old bugs, but there's also yeah. new bugs now. Well, yeah, because they didn't fix the bugs. Fix they the just bugs. added more. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, fuck it, it's fine. Wait, why? Why do we need to fix those bugs? It doesn't matter. But no. that's uh, started up the the ditch EA. I think is it hashtag ditch EA. I don't know. Hashtag NFL drop drop EA something like that. But there is a hashtag going around from Madden fans of like trying to get the NFL to get rid of this non exclusive or this exclusivity license that EA has with Madden because. All that they've done is just fucking shit the bed for the last like four years at least. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Let's see here. Next, uh, oh, I guess we should have done this. NVIDIA has 80% of the PC market <laughs> as of the end of August, uh, up from 75%. AMD has still sold more, but uh, has sold more than they had, but NVIDIA sold even more than that. Yep. <laughs> So, <laughs> uh, and that's the PC market that doesn't even get into like all of their networking stuff and their data right. center pieces and stuff like that they've been doing, which their data center sales actually have outsold or outpaced and outsold their, their PC market. Yeah. market for this last quarter, which is nuts. First time it's ever happened for them. Um, it does help that they acquired that networking company a while back and their yep. networking sales go into that as well too. But that's big news for them. Let's see here. <laughs> Chris, you want to talk about doggies? Yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> we got some embargo news that's no longer embargoed. Um, you put it up on the website at least though. Yep. It's on the website. You can go read it there. But paparazzi is coming out from Kit Fox Games. Where you go around and take pictures of dogs. You get upgraded camera equipment. You can pet them. You can watch them try to skateboard and put them in outfits and do all kinds of stuff. And you can try and find the derpiest dogs. Yes. You can also <laughs> even try to terrorize them with a vacuum if you're a monster. <gasps> I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks just ridiculous and a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. As as much of a monster it makes me sound like, I actually do get a little bit of enjoyment that my big hundred pound lab has an issue with the dust buster. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fun to fuck with him. He's like, ah! flopping around. It's like, ah, I gotta get away from this thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's see here. Okay, let's. I guess we're gonna go to the Apple news, Apple and Epic. <laughs> we have to do an update from the last one. Uh, as we talked about, Epic added in its own payment system into the iOS and Android versions of Fortnite, and Google and Apple immediately pulled it from their stores. The biggest issue being that Google, you can go ahead and download the game and download the APK from the Epic Store and load it, sideload it onto your, onto your Android device without it doing anything. Whereas Apple, you can't do that unless you've jailbroke your iOS device, at which point then you've also voided your warranty, which is a major problem on the, on the side of gamers themselves. But so Apple and Epic have been suing each other and countersuing each other now back and forth. And Apple actually threatened and said that they were going to terminate Epic's developer contract for the Unreal Engine, at which point then 
Microsoft backed Epic and said, you can't do that. That's fucked up. You're going to hinder a lot of gaming stuff. You probably Mm -hmm. shouldn't do that. It went to a federal judge. The federal judge actually put a restraining order on Apple saying that they couldn't because the governing rules for the dev licensing and the governing rules for the App Store licensing are two completely separate things, and they did not violate any terms and conditions on the dev store side. So it's a win. The big thing, one, it's a win for Epic. The big thing, though, is it's actually a win for game developers in general, because if they did do that, then Epic wouldn't be able to update the Unreal Engine for use on any iOS device at all, meaning that any game that uses the Epic Engine's would not be able to use it and that's the biggest problem and that's what like really got microsoft in they're like no no no, you can't do that you're gonna stymie a lot of game development and you're gonna fuck up a lot of things you don't want to do that um so that happened uh apple blocked a facebook update which this one was great So Facebook was going to allow for purchasing on the marketplace and they put in their, they, they had two options that they had put up and they put it onto social media and they said, this is what we're going to put in when we submit it in. There's, this is what we have. This is what we'll change it to if we have to. And what they put in for is Apple will take a 30% cut from this purchase. So well, Apple yeah, cause I think it was for like a fundraiser thing where they're like, Hey, we don't want to cut it. Well, no, I think it, it was, was actually for, for a specific purpose, though, I think, for a fundraiser well, uh, thing. No, it was for anything, because Facebook's, Facebook's thing were not with the marketplace is they want this. people to... Yeah, Facebook's, Facebook's marketplace is that they want people to engage, and they want they want to be... They want to be, you know, all of the offer-up things and whatnot without going to offer-up, and they're like, fuck it, we make enough off of our advertising that we don't need to actually make money off of this. So they, their thing was going to be that any charges that went through the app on that, they were going to say that they don't make a cut. But Which unfortunately, Android was does. Google was okay with. Yeah, yeah, they so were, like, they oh, were all Google, right with it, but Apple's not. Nothing. <laughs> Apple, on your version, we're going to put this 30% cut. Yeah. Because Apple. Apple was going to take the 30% cut and they wanted to make sure that, that any of those purchases that people knew. Apple then I think it was specific for charity, it. though. It was for all of them, though, as, as far as like their marketplace. Like It was going to be for anything. Any purchase that you made through it was going to say that, which is great because then Apple said that it violated their, it violated their agreement in which case they weren't allowed to fill or to put in, uh, God, what was the exact wording? Uh, shit. They weren't allowed to put in basically information that, that wasn't pertinent to the consumer, which it was. I mean, yes. that information is, but Apple's like new updated policies that they have for combating and allowing you to to combat and dispute their, their turndowns and whatnot is kind of bullshit. Like a lot of people have been fucked over the last month from that, even though they said that they put in all these new things. Uh, and I mean, we talked about the, the WordPress guy. What are, what are you laughing at, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> we talked about the WordPress guy, uh, but there's other apps that actually the same day that a lot of this stuff happened, they just started like blanket throwing out shit that they're just like, fuck it. We're going to, we're going to do it to everybody so that, so that we look like we're not just going after this one company. And, uh, oh, it was a VPN service. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. it. The VPN service on here too. that has had a one-day lease 
for a long time in the app where you can sign up just for a one day piece. And the same day that they threw down all this shit on Epic, they went to that guy like, no, you can't update that because it talks about a one day lease and all of our agreements say that you have to have a minimum of seven days. Like, motherfucker, it's been in here for two years (laughs) and you're just now saying it. (laughs) So there's a lot of shit going on with this. And Apple's not coming out good in any light. So much so that the judge that gave the restraining order to Epic uh, said that while they don't think that that Apple should take zero cut and no, no financial person would ever say that, they also think that 30% is extremely excessive. <laughs> At which point then I said, I said to Chris, I said, wow, judges are getting lippy lately. <laughs> <laughs> all this time that they've had, that they had to spend at home with their, with their kids, like all that extra time in like in April and May, they were just like, fuck it. I'm going to tell some people off now. <laughs> Jason, do you have anything to add to that? Not at all. I mean, it, yep. it's, there's that meme or that comic where it shows uh, um, Iron Man and uh, Batman throwing money at each other. Um, and I feel Spider-Man's like Spider Man's just like trying, <laughs> like crawling around on all fours, trying to scrap it all together. That's why I feel like this is all about. Like it's just like if you're picking sides on all this, then you're on the wrong side. It That's is, how I feel. and let let's not. Let this distract you from the truth that a good chunk of the reason why Epic is fighting this is because Epic wants to make more money when you buy V bucks. Right. Yes, exactly. like, they're, they're, I'm they're, not. I'm not going to to like dismiss that at all. Like that is one of the biggest reasons that they're doing it. They want to make more money off of the off of that, and they want to make they want Apple to make less money off of their hard earned work. Right. Which they proved though that they're willing to take a bath by giving everybody a twenty percent discount. That's not taking so they're like, a fuck bath. It. Well, mm-hmm. they're they're making an extra ten percent. They're they're not yeah, trying exactly. to get the. Yeah. They weren't trying to get the full thirty percent. Is what I'm saying. Like they want it to be a lower amount. That would literally be them making more money. Like they're not. That's not a sacrifice to them <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, it yes and no. <laughs> I mean, they want they want to make it, but at this point, though, if going it was through just this, paying through through uh, um through uh, epic only and there's only the 10 percent uh uh fee that epic collected or whatever and stuff like that then that would or that 10 percent fee that they gave to apple then that would be epic making 20 percent more if they didn't give anything to epic uh to apple and said no you're going to pay us extra 10 percent then it's everything going to epic so yes but they put the this, they put the 20 percent discount on v bucks because wide. they're not getting that money anyway. Like no, they're not no, they put getting it, that money. Like if if you buy through Jason, Apple, they're not getting that money. Hold on. Period. No, Jason, they put it game wide. So not just it's on Apple. PC version. It's it's going through the Epic Store too. So so they're taking a they're taking a reduction in that amount on that side. Yeah, they, so they, make they, they did it to prove a point. They made yeah. it fair across the board. Yeah, but I mean, then it also kind of spouts out how popular the game is mobile wise. And also, they want which, the fanboys to rally behind them too yeah they did a good job of making it so that they can still so they people who have ios devices can still play the game but the problem is that they just released like their big like marvel update where they have all these new skins and you're not allowed to participate in any of that (laughs) (laughs) which sucks for ios device players but it's not just uh iphone it's uh ipad too and any uh, any Apple TV players that for some reason play on Apple TV. Mac Does OS. anybody actually game on their Apple TV? Does anyone actually have an Apple TV? 
I have one in the office, but that was just because I had a boss that said he wanted AirPlay, and then we immediately switched to a HDMI over Ethernet connection, <laughs> and everything goes through Ethernet. Because <laughs> he then realized that only like four of us had Apples, and everybody else had PCs, or and most of us had HDMI ports anyway, so it didn't really matter. <laughs> it was his one Apple that only had type C connections and he didn't want to have to use an adapter, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and he wanted to be able to run D and D campaigns in on our lunch breaks, uh, from his iPad, <laughs> 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 which I mean, <laughs> worked well, but <laughs> let's be honest here. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Oh, let's see here. I'm trying to think, uh, da, 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 da. Uh, we don't need to talk about that. It's, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool that the new PS5 yeah. controller like has so many, so much control over your triggers that you can it can make them lock and whatnot. That's kind of cool. Um, oh God, this came out since the last podcast. We haven't had a chance to talk yeah. about it. Black Myth Wukong, which if you don't know what this is. It's basically the story that is only a part of the entire series of Journey to the West. Journey to the West is what Dragon Ball is based off of. Uh, Sayuki is what it's called in Japan. Uh, and there's an entire anime series and whatnot that goes with that. And there's multiple renditions for it. But it's the story of a, a Buddhist monk trying to take scriptures to the West, to India. And he comes across a different... He comes across a pig, a dragon... And the monkey god. And the monkey god in this case is Goku, which is what Goku from Dragon Ball was based off of as well. And in that, he basically has this entire story that they gloss over basically, but they do a really good job of it um, in a couple of chapters where he's a monkey, like starts out as a basic little monkey, makes his way into heaven and basically topples heaven, like almost brings it to complete ruination. And uh, he ends up getting a, a constricting crown placed on his head that locks down his powers and caps it out and whatnot. And they they lock him underneath a giant boulder behind a steel gate. And this game is basically that entire story, which seems totally dope. Mm -hmm. it <laughs> and looked it great. looks beautiful. Yes. <laughs> Jason's just like, wow, fuck you guys are nerdy. <laughs> no, I, I'm more laughing about you being like explaining everything that's just kind of like, yeah, if you listen to this podcast, you probably know what the fuck this is all about. <laughs> number one. <laughs> so your whole your whole rendition of like, well, actually, let me explain that to mm -hmm. a mansplaining bullshit. And then number one, wasn't mansplaining. Two, I'm like, how, have you read Journey to the West? Yes, let me I have. Like, for multiple you. times. I'm listening to and and have watched about like 30 anime based on based that on concept. <laughs> so I mean, it's just like if, again, if you're listening to this podcast or any of our podcasts, I guarantee fucking it, you know about this shit. Um, but then also, I'm watching this video where it's a hardcore rock concert. I don't know who the band is, but it's with the Fall Guys theme song, and it is awesome. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> is yes. this the real Fall Guys theme song? Yes. 
Oh, is that's awesome. even better. Okay, I was like, I was like, is it a cover or a real Fall Guys no, theme song? No, it's, it's literally just like a scream or a video of like a random uh, hardcore metal concert. I imagine. I have no idea. And then the music that they just overlaid was the Fall Guys theme song, which is just so fantastically fitting. It is well worth it. Journey to the West, motherfucker. You got like bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not mansplaining. It's nerdsplaining at this point. Nerdsplaining. Yeah, you're amongst yes. like... Dear God, it's like going to like <laughs> Chris. Have you read Journey to the West? I've not read it. See, but okay. I've but watched stuff on it. Yeah, it. yeah. You ever played okay, so you, Guess you what? Know you that, played. You know that the that the monkey Journey god Goku top like basically almost toppled heaven and whatnot. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know that because a lot of people know what Journey to the West is, but they don't. They don't know a lot of the intricacies of it. You see, Eric, anime is animation that is made in Japan. And they usually will do whatever they can to make sure that the voice acting is contributed into American English so we can understand their dynamic stories that can be told through different mediums and blah, blah, blah. That's what you sound like. That's what (laughs) you sound like. But it's, it doesn't have to be from Japan. To be from. <laughs> it doesn't have we've to be. This to, we've had this discussion. But you just said that it is. <laughs> that's, what, that's what anime is a Japanese term. That's all it is. That's about saying like animation is an English term. Because yes, it fucking is. <laughs> okay, dude, if we're going to talk about shit, we have to actually explain stuff, though. I'm not trying to mansplain oh it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways, we're, we're though, that video is fucking funny. That we're video fighting. is fucking funny. It is as amazing. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> it is my favorite. That video is really good. <laughs> I'm gonna have to share that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Crisis Remastered can run 8K to terrify your PC. That's about it. Better they, buy they that 390. Able to do it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, you probably should. But yeah. <laughs> it's like if your PC but can yeah, they, run they it. Said, so. It's good to I see like Crisis coming back and trying to melt down your PC again. Oh, uh, yeah. I like in how Crisis is still so divisive when it comes to graphical performance. So much so that it is in its own subcategory of if you talk to a lot of gamers, a lot of like, this sounds bad, but mediocre PC gamers, P- PC gamers that have never been like, I got to have the best rig or anything like that. When Crisis first came out, like a lot of them just immediately shied away from even pretending to buy Crisis. They're like, I don't even care to get it or play it or anything like that because I know my PC is not quote unquote good enough. And it then like, yes, then you could get it on consoles and all that stuff like that, but whatever. But if you're a main PC player or someone that always likes to like draw that line, you never played crisis. Now here we are again, where people are like, Oh, crisis is fun. Well, my PC's better. And they look at the stats and you're like, ah, fuck it again. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it can still run that. Well, like yeah, the big thing course. is with the, with the eight K, isn't that with ray tracing on? So they basically outed the yes, 39, exactly. or the exactly. 3080 yeah. or 3090. <laughs> Which is, I mean, again, like, of course, you can run Crisis on any piece of shit computer. You just turn down the graphics and all that jazz like that and whatever. But it just kind of like, it's one of those things where it's just like, if I'm going to buy a game, I want to experience the game for what it was intended for, right? Like, I, 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 even when I had my PC back in the day, I would always buy games that weren't like the newest hotness. It was just like, I can't run this unless I put on low settings because that's just stupid. Like, why am I even bothering? I'll, I'll wait for it to be either optimized or played on my PlayStation or some shit like that. Crisis was always that game where, whether it's Crisis or Crisis 2, Crisis 3, like, it was always that benchmark game where, like, yep. hey, I just spent, like, $500, $700 on a new GPU. Like, I went out, bought the top-line GPU I could buy. I want to see... 1500 now. 
1500 still find will it run crisis means like i want to see oh yeah no it's i want to see what my money can do you go to crisis yeah that's your benchmark hey how good can this look crisis has always been (laughs) mediocre games I've never thought they were it, all that it great. Visually, but was visually great, but it wasn't a great fantastic. Game. Yeah, the, the visual benchmark. I found them okay. all boring. I did not like any. Yeah. Of them. Well, yeah, th- oh, yeah, that's what we're saying. It's like yeah, it's the like game eh. itself is mediocre. The graphics, the how it talks to your system is. They basically made an engine. Yeah, they made an engine. And then they were like, well, people aren't going to want to buy it if we don't actually show off the engine. Like, I don't Here's know. Here's a tech demo. Johnny, Johnny can write a story. Like Unreal Johnny, Tournament. write a story. <laughs> like Unreal Tournament, they're like, we made this awesome engine. We should put a game behind it. Uh, let's just make somewhere you shoot people. And then it became one of the best games ever made. So yeah. what, what's our engine name? Unreal? <laughs> what do we name our game? Uh, what's the uh, tournament? Unreal. So Unreal Tournament? Tournament? Just name it Unreal. No one plays it. We'll add multiplayer. Everyone plays it. <laughs> it's so awesome. It's Unreal. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to jump to this one because Chris put in a sub bullet in this that I'm intrigued to know if this was supposed to go somewhere else nope. or if this is a joke. Bungie Veteran is back at Microsoft to head the campaign for Halo Infinite, which I say means that that game was still nowhere near being ready to ship. (laughs) If the campaign was so atrocious and so not complete that they had to bring somebody in to help finish it, somebody from the original devs, like this game it's coming out late 2021. I'm <laughs> sorry. It is not first quarter. But I think we talked about this last time. Hensing the sub bullet, which starts today, September 1st. You get you can bank your like X double XP or whatever the bonus is by buying Monster Energy. They're still for running the fucking game, promotion though? for Halo Infinite. <laughs> oh, for Halo they're Infinite? Still, like they're still having that. They're go? still <laughs> running it. You just now and you bank it. For the future, <laughs> they're Did still running the. On this? They're still running the promotion. <laughs> yeah, I saw one. Am I drive? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do we still get interest? Like, is the, is that how this Ooh, works? Do we get interest like on our points? Yes. Yeah. Do we get interest? That's what I want to know. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, so NIS was gracious enough to have us. Uh, to give us our own like private demo of games that are coming out between now and is it first quarter or second quarter next year? Yes. Uh, Both? Y- yes. Something? The demos Something like I think that. were until the end of the year, but they gave us info about till the early Yeah, they gave next us some year. stuff for the, yeah, for the next ones. Like um, ease nine. In which case, there were some cool things <laughs> that they showed off. Uh, Chris, what, okay. What was your favorite that you saw? Well, like I obviously liked East nine, which they didn't actually show a video for, but I was a big fan of East eight when they gave us free copy and played it. Like, which was also kind of funny cause we went to E3 and it was there, but the embargo was still up. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm here's an award. I'm not going to play our game cause I can't talk <laughs> about it, but it's here so I can give you this. 
<laughs> and it, it technically was award eligible because the game wasn't out yet. The game didn't come out for another yeah. two weeks. And we got it like a month ahead of time, if even that. Like, like I don't think the embargo lifted that. for like another for week. Time. So I yeah. can really It's the same thing as when we did uh when we did Trails of Cold Steel three. We got it like six weeks in advance. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> the game's just that fucking long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that one, uh, it's coming out on PS4. Um, it didn't look graphically like that much better than Ease 8, but it does. I, I did like, as they were talking about, it's taking on a completely different aesthetic. Right. Uh, it's it's more underground, not like underground punk scene, but like it's literally underground. And more industrial. <laughs> as opposed to, yeah. <laughs> versus, hey, we're on a island. Island. Lush and green, and everything's bright and vibrant. <laughs> and all these monsters <laughs> wants to kill us! Yay! Yay! Yeah, it's Ease Nine Monstrum Knox. That's the name of it. All right, Jason, which one's your favorite? What What did you want to talk about from that? Well, obviously, yes. Uh, um, the the finalization of Trails Cold Steel, uh, I think, is going to be really interesting, especially the way that they're going to bring some stuff over. Um, Four, they they made it very clear is not a jumping on point. It's definitely very heavy dependent on three. No, so they said that you could jump in. You could. They they make it so you can jump in, and there's a library that you can read stuff in, just like in three. Three three was far easier of a jump in point. Where if you jumped Probably. in a two, oh, yeah. If you jumped in a two, you'd be like, "What the fuck is going on? Like who are <laughs> like I don't even give a shit. Like everything like that." Three at least, you know, he had thankfully him graduating, him moving on, and starting a whole new thing. So he was starting as a whole new pars- person in a whole new group of people and all that stuff like that yes you missed out on a lot of backstory but they could easily cover a lot of that stuff in the same way that you just talked about eric where it was like hey yeah if if you're a fan of the series you'll get a little bit more of the backstory but you don't need to know it to move forward where for the impression i got was just like you should know these people because you're going to be playing as them right away where you know if you didn't know the main character in four okay but not knowing who everybody else is and why someone says or some does something a certain way like why is this little girl actually a a clone magic robot i don't know who cares She's a magical girl leave her alone exactly so i mean (laughs) uh um i was a little disappointed that they they mentioned that the information they're going to be carrying over was going to be still similar whereas like only going to look into who you romanticized maybe a little bit of some of the story stuff but was going to be quite the level of like here is the continuation of your specific game it, this, if that which makes sense. yeah that like, I, I was hit or miss on that as far as like yeah, how much agreed, like, agreed you would come in like we talked about it with them it's like i could see that it's like you don't want to come in like super op already like you come in with level 99 and you're like okay i'm just destroying stuff but it would be nice to have some of that more of that dynamic like set in there but they did say that you get perks there, if well, you, I mean, it's, if it's you all, have saved yep. data you're gonna you're gonna get like equipment which is fine but yeah. the, the thing with equipment perks is you is well, and you might RPG, get some xp perks even still in any X, rpg as you know the second that you get anything else it's going to be better than what you just got as your perk which makes sense i told like again again the, the whole reason that you play the the cold steel saga isn't because it is the most dynamic and uh, graphically impressive game on the planet you're playing it for the story like 100 yeah. that's the point of this game is to because it is 
story. <laughs> it is a long game based around story and a good good combat system. Like it's all there. Like it, it covers a lot. But I was really hoping that, especially for the the finale, that it would have been like, hey, this is your finale. We you've made it across three generations of game of of consoles and stuff like that. I, that that would have been my only thing. That and been I like think the that was the reason why they didn't is because they couldn't do one and two progression. Agreed. So no, I, I'm, I not, I'm that, not hating on them for making their yeah. decision. And, and oh, I, yeah, think, no, it's just, I think it's still going to be a completely enjoyable game. And, you yeah. know, I loved three. Uh, I liked two. I never played one. Like, that's, I'll, I'll fully <laughs> admit that. I never played one. And uh, uh, I jumped in on two, so I kind of understand a little bit of like i have no idea what's going on but i jumped in on two in my age of like where i was doing school and not sleeping so i don't really remember two but i know i beat <laughs> it and then <laughs> three was fantastic so i'm ready for four going into it with like super open eyes and and ready to to really complete out this saga which has been a lot of fun i just like i said it's been for me a long a couple years I can't only imagine what they've been through, and I would have loved that little extra cherry on top of being like, here's how Jason ended it, not just on how everyone's going to end yeah, it. Yeah, right. I I did hate, though, that they told us that they were going to give us a spoiler-free intro, like demo, and then they showed us that everybody from 3 was still alive. And I was like, well, that's a spoiler right there. Well, not everybody. <laughs> I mean, they didn't show everybody, everybody. But come on, this is, this is again, a, a, like – Nobody dies, man. This is like, yeah, no one's dies. ever gonna die. Everyone's like, got plot armor. Exactly. Yeah, like there's it's just gonna happen. It's like an anime. It's it, plot 100%. armor. It's everywhere. an anime video game, basically. <laughs> like you should know that even the bad guys, when you have like the explosion and you see pits of their flesh like fly off from their body, they'd land down and be like, you know what? I'm good now. <laughs> and I did find it funny though that I asked her the I asked her the same question, or I asked her a question that stemmed from what happened when we were at E3 of we're sitting there at the demo at E3 for e, for uh ease for Trails of Cold Steel 3 and I'm playing the game and I was like it's like so where are we at and he's like oh you're basically in like the tutorial I'm like so like can I go beyond this it's like well you're sitting here with the entire game so if you sat here for you know a hundred hours or so you could go through all of it but you have an hour mm -hmm. <laughs> and, the, and the girl that was doing our demo asked the same thing I'm like so this is like the full game she's like yeah it's basically the full game right here mm -hmm. <laughs> i mean so they, they do a they good do job it. yeah i mean well and that's what it is i mean yeah. if you if you don't know what goes on behind like the scenes of making demos like everybody always wants a demo of a game but that's a huge undertaking for a development staff to where they have to basically take they have to stop and make a demo of the game that they're doing and they have to make an entirely new thing that encompasses a lot of the stuff that's already there but is like a very small amount well, and I mean, that's why you don't get as many demos anything anymore. Or, yeah. well, plus not only spoiling something but you're like you're showing off just like a battle system where the battle system is maybe 60% of the game the rest of the 40% is the character development and what you've gone through with these people up right. until this point and you're not going to yep. feel anything from that from a demo or just like I don't give no. a fuck about this girl why do I care if she has a link ability with whoever like it doesn't matter yeah. so yeah. i mean you gotta show enough to buy them in but not enough to spoil the story or show off too much of the game like and not take too much time away from development time because you got to make sure them for like doing 
Right. Yeah. Props yeah, to them no, for it's... doing something like this where, you know, because that's super, I mean, it's, I think since dot .hack, like, and dot .hack didn't even keep it up the entire time, did you have a progressionally, like, moving forward game that was based off of the previous game? You know, there's not a mm -hmm. lot that do that anymore. That they're each, like, so props to them just for that and alone. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, um, I'm I think Mass Effect was the big one that actually did that where it carried over saves that kind of changed some of the story a little bit. Good point. Mass Effect did do a yep, good job yeah. of being like, here's your storyline, uh, more or less. And, th th and then they fucked it with the third one. They, but did, well, the they fucked it with the third one's <laughs> ending. The third game was a lot of fun. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. until you get to the like ending where you're just like, yeah. that ending sucks. You. That ending sucks. That ending sucks. What the fuck did I just waste three generations and of it's this not game? Even, and it's not and even. And then you get to the fourth like, one oh, and the they're like, oh, yeah, it all sucks. It all sucks. We didn't yeah, it's, spend it's not time like you. Game. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like you got to the ending where it's like everybody died and you're like, oh, I got the bad ending after all that. Like, no, the ending just sucked. It just yeah. sucked. <laughs> Daddy, what written. does space travel mean? Well, son, there was a guy that did a lot of stuff to make sure that we survived. Credits. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, what does that mean, okay. Daddy? What does that even. What is that? So, so anyway, NIS. Good shit. Yes. I really wanted to uh, uh, love. Uh, God, I'm gonna fuck this butcher's name. You probably written dead. The rat one. Red rat. Mad rat, rat dead. I really oh, yeah. wanted to love it, and I think it, it'll be a lot more fun when I have time to get some hands on it. But uh, I just it 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 bugged me a little bit on how it felt that you didn't have to keep trap and you, you keep time with the beat unless you didn't want to. And that was well, kind of weird to me. Yes and no. So, okay. And that's one of the reasons why, like, I, when I originally saw Mad Rat Dead, I was like, and that's the one that I want to talk about, is I, I was going to blow it off. I'm like, fuck that. I don't want to play a rhythm game, especially a rhythm platformer where you have to do everything. The music is actually really good. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of really good music that they had on it. It definitely has that NIS art style mm -hmm. that's in there as well. But... I actually really dug the way that they were doing the gameplay. Um, and the fact that while Jason was saying, it's like, you don't have to keep the rhythm. If you don't keep the rhythm and like you hit off beat, you'll fuck up and your character will drop. But if you get to a point to where you need to take a, a breather real quick and you've done a bunch of stuff, you can take a breather without, without ruining your combo. And that was the big thing. But in order to start back up again, in order to move again, you have to make sure that you do it on the beat. So you have to keep the beat going every time. Like you can't just start up at any moment. You have to make sure that your, that your initial jump starts on the beat as well. So Mad Rat Dead, if you hadn't seen it is fucking weird yeah. <laughs> it's it's a rat that's had a bunch of had a bunch of tests done on it his heart is outside of his body he runs around with his heart out and his heart talks to him and he has to fight a bunch of other experimented on animals and with that's their it. brains exposed in like yes. a, a, a mm -hmm. mound of dead rats it's weird stuff for the sake of being weird it reminded me of a lot of like Skullgirls, even though it's not like a, a fighter, but that that art style but, with it being yeah. dark, like it's overly cutesy and you know like 1920s feel, but what? it's dark and it's, it's like yeah that mixed with uh 80s 90s edgy right drawing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. i get you <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the 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 original ninja turtles like comic book not yeah. the not the show the comic book where it's all angular and dark and whatnot and Good like it had a very specific feel to it or uh what's the name god there's another one that the art style really reminds me of as well 
Um, it had a big purple dude. The it was a, it was a dark horse comic, I think. Um, I forget what it was. Right big purple guy with like a yellow face and whatnot, and he had, but it was like a purple leotard. I forget exactly what it was, but the art style reminds me of a lot of that that late '80s, early '90s style, like angular artwork, weird but still recognizable type thing. I know. Um, I just but Mad Rat Deg. Yeah. I just know what? I didn't get the full effect of this demo just because. I was at work, so I was watching on my phone yeah. and like <laughs> trying to stream it on That's Discord right. on my phone, trying to chalk with volume very low, like in a little phone room, like as people are trying <laughs> to get paper towels from the breaker on the thin wall next to me. I'm like, I don't, I'm not lighting up, so I don't think they're getting this, but <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That doesn't sound like a very secure phone room <laughs> if you can hear the paper towel dispenser on the other side. I'm pretty certain that then people could eavesdrop in in this security clearance job that you have. Well, Isn't that the point of the it, phone it room? Was, it wasn't a skiff, but the phone room. But yeah, the wall seemed very thin. Yeah, I'm like that, that seems to... To defeat the point of so the So I was like, wait, but you can so hear Mad, music? Mad Rat Dead comes out hold in it up October. to my ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that comes out in October, the end of October, right before right before Halloween. Um, Trails of Cold Steel 4 comes out this month, right? Is it September? Yeah, I thought I thought it was already out in Japan, so any time now. Well, in, in America, yeah, it, mm -hmm. it comes out. Um, and Ease 9 Monstrum comes out next in year in January or February, somewhere around that. It's somewhere in so. 2020 right now. Um, it's early, 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 so early 2021. Yeah. Oh, and uh, the Prinny game. <laughs> Prinny 1 and 2 remastered, which if you didn't play the Prinny games are hard as fuck. <laughs> they're, they're rough. They're, they got hard edges. It's a lot of fun. I mean, now being able to play them on a better like controller than on the PSP. Um, I think that that'll help out a whole lot because I played one or two. I don't remember. And I remember being really just pissed on my hand getting all cramped up on the PSP. So the, I I, I, I'm assuming it was one on the PSP that you did it. And okay. You never that would make sense because I love printies. <laughs> like if, if you don't notice every time I say dude, it's D-O-O-D. Like just yeah. because I fucking love printies. So I was just like, I'm going to fucking buy a printy game. Printy game's coming out. I was like, ah, this is fun. <laughs> so you having have it, a thousand lives yeah having it and you uh, go through a lot of those lives that. yeah you go through um, but i guess uh ease nine comes out february 2nd in north america okay ps4 so it's february 20 then switch in uh pc sometime next year yes okay all right so that's that um do we need to talk gamescom like was there anything big that came out no, I just put Gamescom news yeah, here. Yeah, Gamescom news here, but realistically, like nothing big yeah. came out. The one thing that I will say is that Gamescom, all that they did was they gave out awards, and I couldn't tell if they were supposed to be for the show or for the year. And they made it sound like it was for the year, but I think it was for the show because everything was for games that hadn't come out yet. And of course, Cyberpunk won a bunch of those. Yeah. But it's like, I, I think giving out awards, which while they give out awards every year, I could see that as a regular convention, giving out awards for games that no one's going to fucking touch at all is a little bullshit. Yeah. Like, I really like the way that a lot of the other cons and whatnot happened earlier this summer to where you actually got like a bunch of play 
demos and stuff like that through that. Nothing big came out of that, and it was very disappointing. It was. Um, let's see here. Mortal Shell has been beaten with no shell and zero damage. Zero damage because if you take a hit as a shell, you die. So no, with <laughs> you, no shell. If you take a hit with no shell, yeah. you die. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, with no shell, you die. Which is, Jason threw shade on the guy and they said, well, have you done it? He's like, well, no, I don't have the time for that. I'm like, well, then shut the no, fuck up. No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's definitely an achievement for sure because, yeah, I don't have the fucking patience for that because they're... Mortal Shell is a fun game, and there's a lot to it, and I'll talk a little bit more about that too, but it it doesn't have quite the Dark Souls hard. hitbox like orgasm that Dark Souls has, you know? So there's there's going to be cheap shots in there. And um, so someone doing that, it's, it's more than just skill. It's definitely willing to put up the time. But the reason why, the reason why I said that's not anything amazing is because it's literally like they're like, hey, do this now. Like there's, there's two places that you can get rid of your shell and be like, okay, I'm, I'm getting rid of my shell and let's go, let's go fuck shit up with my epic counter move. That's going to destroy for everybody. But anyway, I, that, that's the only thing I was saying. It's just like, it's not as weird as someone in dark souls being like, I'm going to beat this level one, no armor with bongo drums or when the, he did do it, uh, yeah. he did do it level like with no enhancements and whatnot too. Yeah, well, so that's, there's that. Cause you're not yeah. in a shell. So yeah, I mean, you're not allowed to do anything. Yeah. You can't but, do yeah. anything. You're just a ghost with a sword basically that you get hit by one thing which is awesome i mean like that don't get me wrong again very cool but i don't think it's as cool as someone being like i'm level one dark souls using a uh it's else. not <laughs> it's not quite a naked potato run like with salt and sanctuary <laughs> plus plus the game's <laughs> super short like it, it's not it like you can you can get that it's not as long yeah, yeah it's not as long you can yeah. do that whole game in a sitting so okay in how is this only happening now news, uh, Unity and Corsair both filed their IPOs. <laughs> I could have sworn that both those companies were public already. But Corsair they're public now. <laughs> and you probably should have bought that stock if you were stock trading because both of those are really good companies. Well, yeah, they filed right their now. IPOs. I don't think they're public yet. I don't think they are yet. Yeah. Oh, they're just filed, not, yeah. not, not actually public yet? Somehow Unity... I think is got the stock trading number on the New York stock change as you. Really? Oh, wait on NYS or yeah, NYSE. Uh, hmm. Good for them. As you. It's, like, really? it's a little bit easier to do than on the Dow. Yeah, but just still oh, because you. they're okay. So probably because unity infrastructure projects limited, uh, is a company. And there's New York Stock Exchange Unity. So there probably was already, yeah, there's a construction company that was already called Unity. So they had to do something to make people not confuse that. Although Unity, the construction company, is selling at 95 cents a share. <laughs> but yeah, I could have sworn that both of those companies already yeah. would have been public. Like, especially with how much Corsair owns, because they own Elgato and a bunch of other companies now, and Kingston and stuff like that. Like, I would have thought that that they already were. Right. Anyways, fun news we've talked about. Uh, God, we really need to get moving on this. Fun news that we've talked about <laughs> before about Eve, the, the MMO's economy, about how fucking crazy that is. Uh, some players, <laughs> some players threw the economy into chaos. I love, I'm going to read it exactly as Chris wrote it. Eve's economy was thrown into chaos because people are dicks and help the alien invaders. <laughs> <laughs> so select, select players actually helped an alien race that invaded the galaxy to conquer the galaxy. <laughs> 
which was fucking great. <laughs> and it just totally tanked the economy. And we've talked about that before of like where they spend thousands of dollars on wars. I saw this and started laughing my ass off. And my wife's like, what? And I explained it to her and she's like, thousands of dollars? Really? I'm like, yeah, it costs people literally thousands of dollars in currency <laughs> because of that. <laughs> Not that they paid it, but they mined it. And that's what the amount would have cost if they sold it out. But that's still like, that's a lot of yeah. fucking money. <laughs> um, Doom Eternal. I think, is this the last thing? Yeah, yeah the last Doom thing. Eternal has been seen running at a thousand frames per second. On a liquid nitrogen cooled PC. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, that's not quite as cool as vodka. Yeah. But it's still pretty Like, yeah, cool. <laughs> this engine can run at 1,000 FPS. Hey, why don't you prove it? All right. Okay. <laughs> liquid Let's nitrogen. Dumping liquid nitrogen. And the PC wasn't all that nuts. I think it was like a 20 Ti, like an i7 or i9. 32 well, gigs RAM, nuts, like I mean, it's a nice PC, but it wasn't like SLI or like multiple GPUs or anything like that. It was just well, because at that to point, shit I, where you had to use liquid yeah, nitrogen to cool it. I was it. gonna say at, at that point, it's just the it's straight up the overclocking yeah. of the CPU. Like it's overclocking like putting of everything. Out so much yeah. juice into that, yeah, that you had to do it. But yeah, fuck that. That video was weird to watch. <laughs> Which a buddy of mine at work has been playing Doom Eternal. I think he had to drop it down or i don't know if it was doom material but he had dropped control control is yeah dropped down to low because he's oh, running at 980 which was one of those games that they showed running at 8k yeah on, on which the, he was uh, super happy Nvidia about he's like holy fuck i i'm really interested in giving control a try but i just yeah i don't know we have we have so many games that we tend to get that I'm like I I then don't have time to play the to play the games that I'm interested in playing. Same control and outer worlds have been in my back uh pocket for a long time just because same reason. It's just like I have more pressing things that I do need to play. Things that people people sent us and said, Hey, will you review this yep. for us? Right. Which brings us as a great segue into what we've been playing. Finally. Finally. <laughs> I hope we haven't been playing like 800 things like we normally do. No, no I've no, only no. got two games and you and Thank I played God. the same, played one of them together. <laughs> Thank I've played three, so, ones we've all played before, and one's a demo. And ones yeah, I played last so, week. Or last yeah. podcast. <laughs> all right. Um, I'll start first because uh, I haven't started first in a while. So I guess I'll go first. Um, the one that I that I played on my own uh, is we got a review copy. So sent to us from the developers uh, for Manifold Garden, which is a crazy fucking puzzle game. Uh, if you don't know what it looks like, it basically is an MC Escher painting brought to life and you move through it. It's kind of like MC Escher meets portal uh they there's so many different things that you do as far as moving through the moving through the levels uh not quite changing perspectives like with uh what's the what's the other puzzle game jason uh super liminal there you go it's not, it's not quite like the perspective warping set of that but you you're basically in a level that you could drop down at any moment and and drop forever until you decide to move over and land on the same ledge that you dropped from. So no fall damage. No fall damage <laughs> whatsoever. It's a puzzle game. <laughs> no fall damage some, whatsoever. Some puzzle games have wall damage. 
Dude, if there was if this puzzle game had fall damage, you would be dying all <laughs> the fucking time. Because to solve some of the things, you have to be like, okay, so I'm here and there's this ledge over there three miles from me. <laughs> <laughs> and I need to get to that. All right, guess I'm falling. And you just fall and you just keep like you run forward and to in order to move yourself faster and you just kind of fall, 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 land on the ledge. And that's what you do to get to things. You have to move different things. Uh, you change gravity. So you change your gravitational orientation. So you'll run up to a wall and change it and boom, you'll be able to walk on that wall and everything will shift. And what's really cool is it's not you changing your gravity. You're changing the gravity of the level. So later on in the game, you actually play Tetris with giant fucking blocks that you have to use and put into different areas. And when you change the gravity, the blocks will have arrows on them showing which ways they go. And if you change the gravity to the direction that the arrow is going, it'll fall. In some cases, you'll call, it'll cause them to fall in, in, per, in perpetuity until you shift the gravity back over and then it'll just stop wherever it's at. But so you have to go through and you have to figure out like different ways to do it. And they do a really good job of allowing you to play around with the gravity. Uh, visually, it's amazing. Like it's really freaking cool. Uh, I played it on, I streamed it a little bit, but I played it on my 4K TV downstairs on my Pro and it looked fucking awesome. Uh, it's trippy as hell. Uh, the colors are bright and vibrant when you have colors in general the game is very muted it's it's all like like kind of paper tones like an mc escher painting but when they have colors the colors are bright and vibrant everything is crisp and clean as you're running through it and it's it feels weird because you're talking about like this game that when you look at it you're like this doesn't look like anything really great but as you're moving around inside the game it it travels really well and it looks really cool um I highly recommend everybody to play this game. It's not as long as some of the other as some other puzzle games that are out there. I think it's longer than Super Liminal, um, but honestly, I give it a nine and a half out of ten. It looked really cool. The you soundtrack you is awesome. Puzzles? Yeah, they sent us a they sent a uh, uh, a deluxe edition that had the soundtrack on it. The soundtrack's great, though. Give I will give it a knock. Sound track <laughs> you have access to my playstation account no, you give can it download to me. it you give it to me i <laughs> i did i gave you access to my playstation account on your playstation <laughs> you have it you have to go downstairs and do it soundtrack Anyways, please <laughs> this honestly as far as uh quality of it ran I, I never had any i never had any hiccups with it like anything like that this would be a perfect 10 if it didn't do some things with audio that were annoying. Um, if you move too quickly and uh, the music will kick on and then you'll jump through a portal and boom, the music will stop. Uh, and also there will be times where you're running around and there's zero music playing. And it's because it's because you're in between areas and they want to give like this feel of like you're in between areas and the music doesn't start until you get to an area and you do something. But that's really annoying because it's just quiet then at that point. And you're just kind of like, eh, and then you tink, tink as you're, cha as you're changing gravity. And that portion was annoying. But it was honestly an amazing game to play. Uh, has some good, re some good uh, replay value. I mean, you'll blaze through some of the puzzles really easily. But some of like the giant Tetris puzzle and whatnot where you have to move a lot of things around, it'll still take you some time even on the second run through. Then... 
the other game that I played is Fall Guys. <laughs> <laughs> In which case, I played some with my with my son Ronan. Ronan really liked it. Um, I I got a crown with him on the first day that that he and I played, and he almost got a crown. Like he actually got to the to the last level, and I think lost by like like a second to some guy. He was on his way up the ramp and somebody else was there. So he did really well. He really likes it. Uh, Jason has a bunch. Jason and I played together with uh, our other friend, Chris. <clears throat> and it's fucking fun. Yeah, we all played it together fun. too. We, you're, uh, yeah, we all played welcome. it together. You weren't going to for... download it until just like fucking download Fall yeah. Guys so we can play it like right now. It's fun. I just hadn't downloaded it. You weren't gonna. <laughs> At that point, I actually hadn't booted up my PS my PS4 yet this month because lies. I'd you been had playing the everything. fucking manifold game. No manifold garden. I didn't get until after lies. You showed it to me. Yeah. Did I? Yes. Yeah. Oh no! Wait. <laughs> I booted it up that afterwards. day. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, I I booted it up that day. You showed manifold garden <laughs> and then you downloaded Fall Guys. Yes. Okay. So I hadn't played or I hadn't played it that month until that day when I was smoking brisket. (laughs) But anyways, (laughs) Fall Guys is fun. It is fun. Um, As we talked about a little bit in the in the news, it's like there's way more hacking that happens on the PC side of things than on the PS4 side. So if you want to escape the hacking, go on the PS4 side. Uh, I've seen a lot of people that are like they swear by keyboard controls and they're like keyboard's the best way to do it and then they'll switch the controller like this is bullshit this is bullshit oh i'm still playing on my controller i'm still playing on my controller still playing controller is the better way to play super fun on controller i don't know it's just it it plays great on controller and who like, gives a shit? It's all about having a fucking who cares time. Like, you know, fun. battle rail games, you know, being like, hey, it comes down to like the last five and it's all about the skill and stuff like that. Well, I mean, this game, it yes, there's a lot of skill to it. And yes, stuff like there's that. skill, but there's also <laughs> but it, a lot like, of Like at luck. the end of it, it's just like you're l- having luck, you're having fun. It doesn't fucking yeah. matter. Cause the ragdoll physics in this game are insane. Um, and But I was trying to say it's like, don't be that bitch that's like, like, well, I have to play it on PC because keyboard and mouse is better. It it doesn't no. matter on this type of no. game. Use the fucking controller. You'll be perfectly fine. Sit down and play it on your fucking TV. Yeah. You've got that PS4. I know that you got that PS4 sitting there that you bought because you're like, I don't have a kid. I don't have a wife. I got all this extra income. I'm just going to buy a PS4. But then I'm going to have it sit there and never fucking touch it just so that I can be like, I have a PS4 and I don't touch it. You know what? Play Fall Guys on it. It's <laughs> fine. Don't worry about it. You don't have to worry about hackers. <laughs> Enough it's said. so fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's super fun. It I'm not going to score it, though. Because it's a battle royale game and battle royale games don't deserve scores because mm-hmm. they're constantly evolving. Everything's everything is changed and based on luck in a lot of cases in this in this particular case. And it's just we'll just say it's fun. It's, it's fun. fun. It, it's it's the perfect like I don't feel like getting into a heavy game right now, or I only have like a little bit of time to game game. Like it used to be for me, it used to be uh, a Don't Starve, where if I was in between games, I'd jump into Don't Starve and just play that for a little while. Uh, but this one's like even easier, more accessible. That if I'm in between games, I'll probably just play this for a little bit. And it's a great game to have well, when no, you have hilarious. friends over. And you're just playing on your fucking yeah. TV on your PS4 oh, yeah. or whatever, co- and yeah, just like, hey, mode just I'm gonna play around. Yeah. When I lose, I'm gonna pass it off. All right, we're going to be team drinking. Yeah, drinking in, yep. in this game, you yeah. can't go wrong. Just. Which is what we did on 
we did on my birthday. Like yep. that was just yep. fucking fun. Well, actually the weekend after my birthday, but um, yeah, it was super fun. And to be honest, it's, you know, don't bitch about it. It's fine. Yeah. It's a, it's a game that, that I went on last night. I was like, I have like an hour until I want to go to bed. I'm going to hop on. And then immediately party request, Jason, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, of course, Jason's playing this. And then they went on and played played Warzone like after I was getting ready to go to bed anyways too but yeah it's like you know it's it's a good time killer it's it's very similar to as I was saying with like uh Neon Abyss I'm like it's cool like I can go in for like an hour drop in play and then I'm done and I don't have to worry about right. it right sometimes you need those types of games you do yep okay who wants to go next I can go next I guess cuz I don't have too much um since last podcast, like immediately after finishing the podcast the next day, I beat uh, Moral Shell. Uh, it, well, I was super close, apparently. I didn't even realize it. Which <laughs> oh, mean, yeah, that's right. You were like, oh, yeah. you were like super fucking close. And you're like, well, shit, I just needed like 30 minutes to sit down on this <laughs> yeah. game. I, I had like, I had a boss and a half. And apparently the way that I did it, I don't know if this was true or just the way that it works out, is I think I went to like the hardest or second hardest, like, area first and then like my last area was like the beginner area because i went through that like i was like oh i heard that (laughs) that was something with the game that you could do it and i think you talked a little bit about it it's like when you get stuck on a on a on a, a star branch or whatever and you can't get back out of it um but i heard that there were certain like there was a certain way to go through that was a little bit easier than doing it the other. Yeah, like it helped in progression. Because my fourth boss was the uh, fire level, and uh, like I would just one shot at enemies in that area. So I got through that entire dungeon faster than the like anything else. Like I was done with it real quick, and immediately then was able to go to the the final final boss, which was an okay battle. It, it was it was fine and dandy. Once you got it down, it was pretty easy. I hated on how the way it would heal itself was kind of annoying uh, just because there was a typhoon going on. And it would suck you in. And then there were these random, like, think like uh, um, Serious Sam, the guys are uh, running. Yeah. Think those the, guys. The explosion guys, right? But, yeah. Think those guys, but with swords just running at you. And if you got them, great. You could hit them and heal yourself. But if you didn't get them and they got sucked in the typhoon, they would heal the boss. So you're running around this like sinkhole typhoon thing going on, trying to kill everything that's going in, but they're just spawning everywhere. So it's kind of like, almost felt like, eh, there's nothing I can really do. It's almost behooves me more to just let him heal up a whole bunch and then I'll just go back to killing him mm-hmm. rather than trying to fuck around in the middle. Anyway, I digress. Um, with that, though, I found that the game was, was a little bit on the shorter side, something that I was kind of surprised about. I, I would have thought at least two more areas would have been a- appropriate to make it a, a, a more of a girthy game. Um, not to say that each area wasn't enjoyable. I Once I started playing it, I couldn't put it down. Like, I would think about it, and usually if I have dreams or if I find myself distracted at work, thinking like, well, I can't, get, can't wait to get back to whatever game, that's a good sign. And I had it with Mortal Shell. Um, I even played a little bit of the alternate endings that you have there and the few that I cared for like I said I didn't go for the the no shell version just because I don't have any desire to 
frustrate myself that way. But I did Which go is through, fine, neither do I. <laughs> I did go through the best ending, in my opinion, aside from the official ending. And that is where you find a guy that's uh, normally an enemy. He's just a baghead. It looks like a dude with a, a, a my, mylar bag, not a mylar, a, a burlap, burlap sack over his head. And he's hanging out at a fire pit. And depending on what shell you're wearing at the time that he comes, that you come up to him, he'll have a different... Uh, path of conversation with him and one of them is just like hey man you have any of this like you have any moonshine on you yeah i sure do here you go oh cool do you have any better moonshine on you and at this time i had already played the game so i had everything on me it's like sure here you go it's like sweet why don't you like you know hang out with me and we'll just like drink eat and be mm-hmm. merry and we'll we'll pass the time away it then goes into and spoilers if you want to, but it's not really much of a one. It Fuck then, it, spoiler it up. It then goes into like a three minute, a three minute video, which was more like <laughs> exposition than the actual end game had. A three minute exposition of you hanging out with this baghead dude at a fire pit, <laughs> drinking, eating, playing your loot and shit like that, <laughs> just hanging out and partying. Meanwhile, monsters overtake the entire area, start killing everybody. But the two of you don't give a fuck because you're drinking and having a blast. <laughs> End of game. <laughs> That's Christ. awesome. It was. I was just. I like, think I saw that. I think somebody. I think somebody posted that video. Uh, but I. I only saw like the video of you like drinking with him. Like I didn't see that that was the ending and everything. That's that fucking was awesome. Like I was just like that was far more enjoyable than the actual end of the game. And the game's just like they do the same like Dark Souls stuff. It's just like congratulations, you beat everything. Now do it again for reasons, you know? And it's just like, nah, I'm going to go plus. drink with this fucker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so I, like, that, I had such a blast just doing that. And I was like, I can't think of a better way to stop my moral shell ex- yes. experience. And that, that's where it was. So I stand that's, by... That's a pretty good way to I do it. I stand by my original review, which I believe I gave it a 7.5 out of 10. And I enjoyed yes. uh, um, every aspect of playing it. It's a great Souls experience. It's not... If, if you're looking for something that's in-depth and different than a Souls experience, because it's not as... It's easy to get, like, to enjoy and not be just lost. Like in Dark Souls, you can play that entire fucking game and never use like 80% of the items because you just have no fucking clue of when or why to use them. And in this one, it's just like everything has a purpose. You have a reason. You need to explore. You can have fun. And it's just, it's a good distraction. I highly highly recommend it for anyone that's a Souls fan. Um, Outside of that, uh, I agree with Eric 100%. Fall Guys is super fun. Um, Like I said, it's a great distraction game in between. Um, Otherwise, though... I've been a pretty pretty mellow week. I, I've been playing uh, Breath of the Wild again just for shits and giggles. And then uh, I finally, uh, last month or two months ago now, the PS Plus was for the Tomb Raider game. And I've been putting off buying forever and a day. And I'm finally playing it uh, right now. And I'm glad I waited. I mean, it was exactly as expected. It's more of the same, the lackluster controls and meh storyline. But it's fun. And for free, it, it's fantastic. So that's kind of where I'm at right now, which has been A-OK. Especially after the, the Tsushima coma that I've been yeah. in. Because Tsushima was just so fantastic. <laughs> it's been nice to have Mortal Shells, which was... Not long, but it was a perfect distraction. And then Fall Guys being like, I can just turn off my brain and hit X for hours on end. Is that it? Yeah, I really wish I had another game to talk about that all the review stuff got pushed back two weeks, which really sucks. Because I was hoping to scare the poop out of myself again. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Chris, what do you got, bud? Uh, So 
I'll say talk about a little bit of Archangel Unchained last week or last episode. I'm playing that a lot more. Um, finally joined the Pornhub Premium fucking guild officially. <laughs> Went on a raid. Wait, what was the what was this the game, hentai? This what was game. this other hentai guild? I have that no you idea had. what it was called, but it had like a hentai fucking sale on it. Our sales <laughs> had the Pornhub Premium logo on it. Uh, we went on this raid where I wasn't high enough level at the time. I was like level 21. And so... So you got carried. So, but like, so we just kind of hung out. But then like, I wasn't able to do like the simple activities of like mining. Like I could mine the crystal, but I couldn't change it into this other thing that we need to do to turn in to get 120 gold for each one. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just hang out on the ship. And so like we had two boats. We filled up one and like one of my one of the buddies of mine from high school when they had like was working like three PCs because he had a bunch of all characters just doing this whole thing, just trying to mine this shit to get the gold. Um, so I don't believe driving this boat out to the ocean after we filled it up with all this stuff. And then they tried to fill the other boat up with the minor crystal and up. Pushing their luck too much far and getting sunk and killed. So the boat I was driving was the only one that survived. So I I put in some effort, and so I ended up making like seven hundred fifty gold out of it. Which like is that good? Which in MO like yeah. So like in MO terms, like you get your you get your copper. Then your silver, then your gold. Oh, okay, so that's so okay. it was like that's that's what I was wondering. It's like I was like rich <laughs> as fuck for a little twenty one. Year old, so <laughs> I'm. But now, can you share any spoils in this like easily with guildmates? Gold and stuff like that, but like that, like if you mine a crystal, it's binded to you, so I can like share it. So okay, I can do that. So you, okay, so and somebody somebody couldn't mine crystals for you and and get right. them to you because they're bound to you. Okay, so, but it's pretty fun. Um, you can love or actually fairly quickly like sometimes it'll take you like an hour based off a quest to get up to level but then like after you finish that you'll like knock out like three more like just like running around and get up like the next three levels like fucking like that so you can actually level fairly quickly um it was fun i'll probably keep going back to it back and forth since i have friends that play it so help them out with the Pornhub premium guild Does joining this guild automatically get you a Pornhub premium membership? No, but it helps us against other and people. And I checked. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, because they were kind of saying like it kind of, there's some banter with other people like, yeah. Oh, you want to, you want to fight us? We'll get rid of your Pornhub premium account and every account will ban your IP from everything that Pornhub owns. <laughs> My dad's Bill Gates. <laughs> go, go back to watch. My uncle go back to buying Nintendo. magazines, bitch. <laughs> oh, Jesus but yeah. Uh, and then, so I guess the thing about Gamescom was so the game Observer is they're coming out with a next gen version called System oh, Redux. Yeah, the HD yeah. Redux, right? System Redux. So they released a demo on Steam. I played it. It's a very interesting kind of cyberpunk like 
crime solving game slash horror story where you're kind of trying to find solve like this murder you got some different cyberpunk like visions of like here's your crime scene vision here's your electronic vision try and figure things out and if regular stuff going around try and talk to people and then you can also plug in people's brains going into this world which then becomes it seemed more horror at that point more acid trip and horror um since i have a ultra wide monitor right now that i recently got um <laughs> the whole game had like black bars along the side because it didn't technically support this resolution even though i was in this resolution you know it's supposed to be the enhanced version well it's enhanced okay but i reviewed this you remember that right i think so I think we got this. Yeah, yeah. I, re- I reviewed this. I reviewed the original yeah. <laughs> on uh, on the Switch. Like we we got a version of it, and that's why that I got mildly interested with the Redux <laughs> because I'm like, okay, well maybe it'll look better. But yeah, is it slow? Like, did they do anything to to increase the pace? The game at is all? slow. Um, okay, it's interesting. Um, and then at the end of the demo, the only thing that was actually ultra wide was the ad to buy the game. Because <laughs> then it actually filled the whole screen. It's like, hey, yeah, we're doing all this and this and this and this. Add to your wish list. Well, I mean, that Redux, though, I mean, it graphically was not, like, it was a Switch game, for Pete's sake. I mean, the fact that it's going to be a PS5 release <laughs> and an Xbox One or an Xbox Series X release with, like, that and level of graphics. PC. They're definitely doing enhancements to it i just they did I, a lot of enhancements i don't to think it. that they it's, added it's some meant more to do stuff, your but, curved display but i mean if they're enhancing to pc they they should support it i should say they should yes. i wouldn't expect it i would actually <laughs> since they're announcing it for pc as oh, well announcing for pc yes, and all those enhancements and stuff like that no no there's there's a difference between what you what you want to expect and realistically what you should expect i should expect them to <laughs> support it actually yeah, you should know better mm, <laughs> if they're announcing for next generation consoles and next generation and next generation pcs and all of this stuff like that for pc and all this stuff like that they should support it they should Very absolutely support it chris <laughs> oh they should the the Again, <laughs> they should. Yes. <laughs> what you should expect, though, is is a lot lower than what than what you want. <laughs> but yeah, they totally yes. should. Um, yeah, and that's you know it, that game was. I, I haven't talked about it since they did that announcement that it was coming out because specifically because I was like, yeah, I played it on the Switch, and unless you did some major story enhancements to it, like I'm not gonna find it super interesting because it. Pacing on it was slow. It is a very slow pace game. And okay, so and I always have a problem with horror games in general because what what people view as horror are is super subjective. Right. Like what is horror for me is probably gruesome as fuck for you, (laughs) and what's what's horror for you, I'm like, 
Yeah, I know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, look, me. Like, like the acid trip game. I'm like, oh, look, I'm running through a meat, like a meat room right now. And I'm, apparently I'm inside his brain and everything's tissue. I'm like, whatever. I'm like, I don't get phased by that stuff. I'm, I'm used to seeing that type of shit in like Hellraiser movies and stuff like that. So my horror threshold, none of that, like nothing was ever overtly crazy for me. It was just slow and boring when I played that game. Yeah, And I think that's, I, that might be my own problem of just that I'm so desensitized now to that shit that it doesn't phase me really. But yeah, like you want to scare me, fill the room with clowns <laughs> or spiders. Both. Especially spiders. Like Clown spiders. Clown spiders. No, because actually clown spiders are just comical at that point um, because you're just like, wow, that's just over. Clowns over barfing top. spiders. Okay, that's <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> or spiders barfing clowns. That's fuck no. <laughs> but that's like that's the same thing as like when I saw the uh, uh, the OG It, like the original like ABC made for movie thing where they actually turned it into a giant spider but, but still had like the clown's head. And I'm like, well, that's not scary. But the spider by itself or the clown by itself, that's fucking scary. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the newer it, same thing. I'm like, yeah, it's not scary yeah. at all. But fuck them by them. Fuck them like, you know, separately. All right. Well, I think that's nope, it. I got one right? more. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, this one's actually easy one because we all played this game before. I've only played a little bit before. I've played a lot more now. Um, but I did actually buy... Horizon Zero Dawn on PC. Oh, that's yeah, right. That's yeah, right. finally. Yep. Welcome to five years ago? Three years ago? Four years? Three. Four three. Three years ago? Three years ago. Which I did play it on, yeah. P- on PS4 for a little bit, but... So, bought on PC. So, when you boot it on PC, like, it does, like, this whole optimize for your PC thing. As people know, it's been a little bit buggy. It'd get to about fifty-six percent and crash. So I had to close down all backup programs, all that kind of stuff. Run it. They would go through. It was like, oh yeah, you can run this on high settings. It would get to the being part where you could play when you're in the cave, as little Eloy, Eloy. Yeah. And then like the furthest I could get was when you had to first crouch down through like the little spikes area before it crash again. Oh, Jesus. So I'm like, okay, let me drop down to the original settings, like regular stuff like that. I got through further. I got to when I was chatting to the armored guy who came to the right before the proving. And I hit another chat box because it was like so lit up like, hey, maybe I hit this again. I could talk to some more. Maybe. I don't know. And then it was like, nope, this is the same loop. So I try to like X out of it, try to skip it, and then it crashed. So I dropped down low <laughs> settings. Then it worked fine. Played through for a while, went to bed. Then next day, patch one first one point three came out, which fixed a lot of the crashing issues, as they said, supposedly. Um, so I'm like, all right, cool. Let me try this. I'm gonna put it back up to high settings. Let's see if this works. And it seemed like they did fix the crashing issues because it worked fine for me. Oh, that's good. Hopefully it worked fine for everybody yeah. else too at the same point. So I played for like three hours last night with no problems at all. No crashing. That's 
That's good because what was the other game that that happened with? Every game ever. <laughs> no, there was there was another game where it was it was another port that was just fucked, and it wasn't a Sony thing; it was a Microsoft one. I, I forget, but uh, I'm glad that they fixed yeah. it and they they kind of like found the root of the problems because there's a lot of people that that were pissed because people were like, I'm playing it perfectly fine and I don't have a single issue with what's over with the exact same rig. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, I don't see what the problem is. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like this game's running perfectly fine. Like there's, yeah, it seemed like they had some issues with some GPU stuff. It was like, they fixed it, which is weird though, because like the only thing I could think of is if it's, if it's weird combinations of specific, like drivers and it's like you have this audio driver plus this visual this video card driver plus this network driver or something like that and it caused an issue with something else which is one of the reasons why it speaks volumes to why a console works well is because it's just one the hardware is the same yeah but i'm glad that they fixed it and i'm glad that you're able to start playing it again which is pretty It does look pretty. Uh, the last thing I will say is going back to Fall Guys, uh, one of my favorite things to do now is watch YouTubers rage on that fucking game. <laughs> YouTubers and Twitchers. It's so good just watching somebody that is playing that game and just getting so worked up because they couldn't get a crown. <laughs> like even Jason, who's very competitive when he plays games, like he was like, oh man, that sucked. I didn't get it. All right, let's go again. Like there's no like screaming match or anything like that. And I watched a streamer that normally does an ASMR stream for her main thing. And she plays games every now and then. And she played it and she was cursing like a sailor and screaming into her microphone. And I was laughing. I'm like, man, anybody that comes in here accidentally thinking that that this is going to be ASMR is going to be real weirded out. And it happened. And watching that happen was great. <laughs> <laughs> well, All right. Uh, thanks speak, a lot, everybody. Speaking of go-backs, oh, Adam Sessler's back. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Sessler was on the NVIDIA like video. They But the... The worst part is that they lumped him in with streamers and they said we brought in some of the biggest streamers and that's it. They didn't say anybody's names. It's like, I didn't rec- really recognize anybody old. except he for Adam Sussler. Like but I didn't even recognize him. I was like, him. wait, I heard, I had that to voice hear sounds voice familiar. Like, look at oh him shit, that's Adam Sussler. I guess G4 TV yeah, is coming back after all. Stuff. Yeah, God. I feel bad that they lumped him in with streamers. Yeah. Like just saying like blanket term streamers. Not that they lumped him in with streamers, but they just like blanket termed. We brought in streamers right. and Adam Sessler is one of them. I'm like, oh, that's so bad. Anyways. All right. Thank you everybody for listening. We really need to yes. end this. <laughs> Uh, thanks a lot for listening. Uh, you can find us, uh, Facebook, I made it first com, Twitter, uh, Instagram, all, all the other social medias. I made it first. Uh, or you can go to ibiff.co where you can listen to our other podcasts where we have cutscene where we talk about, uh, individual or single season animes or one season of an anime and then decide later on, which in the future, now we're going to have to decide whether we're going to revisit some animes that we have watched. Uh, but we just finished up tower of 
of God, and we are starting another one, uh, and it's uh, Uzaki-chan wants to hang out. So we're doing a slice of life. We went from we went from wondering why it is that we why it is that we don't hate this character that everybody hates, and then finding out like why it's okay to hate her at the end, to now just going, why aren't these two people having sex? <laughs> <laughs> Which is the anime that we're going to watch now. Uh, but we also have patch notes where we've got a, we've got a few episodes on there where we uh, talk with indie devs and, and devs in general. I mean, we've got our conversation with Chris Alderson on there as well as uh, Bumble Bear and a few other indie developers as well, too. So you can go ahead and find that. Just make sure that you subscribe to all of those. Uh, if you're on iTunes, rate and review us if you want to. Uh, that kind of just helps us in general. But either way, just, you know, share us with your friends. Anybody else got any other parting words? Ibeatitfirst.com, ibiff.co. Hit them all up as usual. We'd love to hear from you. Please email us anything, anything. We want to hear from you. Uh, Chris, Jason, Eric at ibeatitfirst.com. Please let us how, let us know what's up. Yeah, with that, bye-bye. <laughs> better, better. <laughs> I actually kind of missed the question. <laughs>